All right, we are live. What is going on, guys? Welcome to our first episode of Multiplayer Mingles, as we're calling it. Um, this is going to be a live series where we get to interview some awesome breeders in the community. And today, this episode couldn't be any better because it's the first episode with my best friend. <laughs> um, she is probably the number one person that I go to for any questions that I have regarding anything in this hobby. She's been my mentor for the past, gosh, almost three years now. Um, and I guess uh, without any further ado, I will bring her on. This is Nikki with Mutation Station. Hello, hey lovely. Guys, what's up? <laughs> uh, How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm peachy, you know, just dealing with all those fun uh technical difficulties as per usual that we usually deal with <laughs> we usually deal with a lot of technical issues um i don't think we've ever done a live that that hasn't happened so <laughs> oh look at that stream stream uh sniper kiki yeah. is always here <laughs> he is awesome uh super supportive person right there um, oh yeah love love seeing all the stuff that he puts out about other breeders and inspiration too so that's nice to see oh yeah he's he's a good dude if you want me to put the chat actually up on the screen let me know i actually so guys lauren changed this up on me and she gave me some <laughs> new program because she's been like you know my techie person what's nice is this lets me see it because it comes on the side of like the screen where we are so i actually Ooh, get to see the chat versus, you do see the chat i got on youtube okay. you know I got on there and I was like, oh, what's going, what's going to happen? Um, I am lagging again. Ah, it's okay. We're <sighs> to Bailey, I don't know why it's doing that. Yeah, it'll be okay. Let me see. Let me, let me switch to this and see if that helps. We'll switch, which we'll switch to my Wi-Fi and see if my Wi-Fi decides. Again, guys, we're used technical to technical difficulties all the time, all the all time. The time. That was doing this the other day, and then suddenly it just stopped. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we get to that point where it just stops. <laughs> it should. Um, I would hope. Hello, Baileys. How's it going? Thank you guys for coming in and hanging out. Um, yeah. I'll try to make this as fun as possible and not boring. <laughs> oh, you're not boring. <laughs> I don't know. So know. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know and i actually were doing back last year we were doing a live series uh we have our own show called uh snaking around and which we are planning on getting back to yes now that i have a computer set up and all that fun stuff um why is this doing this is gonna bug crap out of me i'm so sorry <laughs> you're fine um but uh we are gonna be getting back into it and hopefully within the next couple of weeks, we just got to figure out where we want to start and then we'll just go from there. Yes. Um, all right, Nikki. So with that, you want to get started? I, let's do it. Um, I am ready to uh, let you guys pick my brain a little bit. <laughs> all right. So first question, well, not really a question, but go yourself to those people who don't know you like I know you. 
Um, so if none of you all in this chat know me, my name is Nikki Paizo. Um, I am one half of Mutation Station Ball Pythons. Uh, the other half is my husband, Jason. Um, and if you guys also don't know me, I am the mother of Kewa, who is Lucy Lambal Pythons. Um, so that's me. Very nice. Yeah, and Kayla's, Kayla's going places as well. She's definitely on my list for interviews because that kid has a wealth of knowledge as well, just like you. She gets it honestly. <laughs> um, you and I, Jason have rubbed off on her very well. <laughs> well, the, the funny part about it is, is, is I can see traits of myself and I can see traits of Jason and she's just kind of messed it all together. Not only that, all of the supporters that are on here or anybody that follows her, she, she learns and she just absorbs it and then she just puts it back out there, um, which is kind of a crazy thing to actually watch because when we started this, I don't think I realized she was going to take off. What's up? Prince is in the house. Um, oh. <laughs> yep. Um, I actually saw him today. Um, and, but it's hello, just, hello. Um, just watching her go from like seven and, and I still have it somewhere and I'll have to find it. It's like the DNA chart that Jason sat down and drew for her so she could understand the genetics with the snakes and she just went and here we are. So. It's funny how some things just like click with that, especially yeah. like with the younger kids. Like, oh my gosh, like I talking with Kayla is literally like talking to a, an adult. Yeah. Like you think she's 13 years old. It's a, it's crazy. Um, she's a, you know, she's a good kid. Um, so if anybody, um, I know Lauren is planning on having her on here. So you guys will get a chance to see her, um, and ask questions. Um, the kid loves to talk. Uh, she kind of inherited that one from all of us, so <laughs> she'll get on here and she'll talk. She's quiet, but she'll talk. <laughs> so, all right. So, what made you choose Mutation Station? <laughs> so, actually, Mutation Station uh, was a joint project uh, named between me and my husband uh, because we looked at mutations, which are what the snakes do. Um, when you're mutating like your genes. Um, and then we were thinking like, I we kind of got on the level of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and they're in the subway down with like Master Splinter and it's like the subway. So that's where Station kind of came up with. So we wanted to be the station that has the mutation. So we did Mutation Station. <laughs> okay, I like it. So, I like it, I like it. That's kind of, that's how it kind of came evolved. Um, and then, um, funny thing is, as I started with Mutation Station, when I first started this IG, what, like two years, have it, two, three years ago, um, probably two, I feel maybe longer than three. Lauren will know better than I will. It's been um, almost three. Yeah. It yeah has to be. I actually got on my first live, uh, with IG cause I was learning how to do it. And I popped in with Chad from, uh, Rich's Recessives and he like freaked out for about five minutes. He's like, Oh my God, it's Billy because it's mutation creation and mutation station. And then he saw, he's like, I was like, I'm not Billy by any means. So it's kind of a funny thing how we got started on the IG. <laughs> Excuse the rats screaming in the background. Holy heck, guys. They're having fun. That's what they're doing. They, oh my. It's always, um, a, it's always a battle in this room. Yo, Kai, what is going on? Welcome, welcome. All right. So number three. <laughs> so what all species do you keep? 
Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, you want to know snakes and everything else in the house, or do you just want to know snakes? <laughs> eh, give it, give it to me. <laughs> um, so we keep all pythons. Um, I actually have eight boas. Um, 2024, I will actually be breeding boas. So I have boas. Um, I have a crested gecko, a gargoyle gecko, uh, a bearded dragon who thinks he's the king of Egypt. Um, I have six dogs. I have all the rats along with pets and the ASFs. So I keep a little eclecticness. Um, and then Kayla keeps tarantulas. So. Mm -hmm. That's a, and then, it's a nice menagerie. And then the GTP, which is not mine, it's Jason's uh, pistachio. So we do have a green tree python. Um, he is only living art. <laughs> he, that's what he is. Um, and that's how they're supposed to be anyway. I think that's every body in the house. <laughs> yeah, I think so. How long have you been in the hobby? Um, I want to say we're at our five year mark. Um, I'll have to go back and look at, as like, as doing this for five years with the Bob Pythons. Now, um, being a reptile enthusiast, that's probably since I was about 20. Um, kind of getting to dabble in some different things and, and learning things. So we'll go with five years ish. Close okay. to it, so five years. And breeding five years too. Did you breed your first season? Yes, actually we did. Uh, our first season we did. Um, a lot of you guys um, that don't know, we started with a simple spider. Um, Love Caw. He actually is funny because he does not breed anymore. Um, he was our first male. And then Medusa, which you guys have seen, she was the one that produced twins for me last season um, and gave me 12 eggs, uh, was the first female that we ever we ever bred. So that was our first season and it was 11 eggs. Um, just a spider. And come to find out, we thought she was a normal. She's actually an inchy. Um, so it was, it was crazy to get 11 babies, um, and most of them look like her. I think I had three that, that came out with spider. So that was, that was our first, that was our first season. Gotcha. Uh, what got you into keeping? <laughs> well, I'm going to blame this one. Um, I never, if you would have asked me five years ago, if I would be doing what I'm doing right now with snakes and, and, and their food asfs and, and rats i would have told you no uh, but what actually happened is i had a love for snakes um i liked venomous snakes um i liked i wanted to work with anti-venom um and kind of transition got a chance to see that maybe i like my fingers a little bit more than what i thought in the beginning um, <laughs> and then jason uh found a repticon off of groupon down here when we started and he took me and he just kind of got a chance to talk to a couple of the breeders our our mentors uh, that produced cough um just started talking to it and then he just kind of evolved it into like oh my god we can do this this and this um i just wanted a pet <laughs> that's all i wanted was a pet okay yeah let's have a pet snake um and it's just kind of gone from there and it's been wildfire ever since the bug catches quickly and they're like potato chips yes they you can't are. have more you can't have just one <laughs> and somebody will come out with a different color or like you're like oh my god i have that yeah so it, it <laughs> you're constantly adding Yeah, totally get that. <laughs> what is your favorite codom and your favorite recessive? 
Oh gosh, this one is uh this one was interesting. Um, because I think I um hi Rob, I think I end up changing this up every now and again. So um codon wise, I love calico, love calico, love what calico can do to things. Um it just it 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 takes things and just takes it to a whole nother level. Um that's I think that's the first gene that I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta have it. And now I have it like 10 times over because I know what it does. And in certain genes, it works really good. And then recessive. So <laughs> I um, I have had a wonderful opportunity to work with waste um, and also paint or sentinel as some people like to call it. Um, those are probably gonna be my recessives. I like what I'm seeing with those genes. Yes, they're a little bit more current as people are getting into them, but we started getting into it um a year ago or no actually yeah a year ago ish with the paint and the lace we started about two years ago um again jason is the mastermind behind a lot of the genetic workings and kind of what we have um i get a couple pairings here and there and i'm like oh let's do this or i'll see something and i'm like this will work um so those are going to be the ones now i will always go to ghosts um, as like my, like it's in there because I like the way some of the snakes look in ghosts. Yeah, I, I like, I'm liking hypo a lot more as I'm seeing more and more combos coming out of it. And especially with like the paint and lace stuff. Yeah. Woo. Um, Seeing some of the stuff you've produced, it's like, wow. Um, it's crazy with the lace because, um, you know, a lot of people will say pastel doesn't work good in a lot of snakes, and it's true. But if you put pastel on lace, it it blows it out of the water. So it's just, it's, it's learning so much about what each gene does. And not to, like, turn around and be like, hey, this is what I'm working with, and this is the only thing. Because when you bring in new new things, you make crazier things. Um, and then sometimes it's not all about making the craziest. Sometimes it's just making a really cool pet that when you open the drawer, you're like, oh my God, this is like mine and I get to have this and this is here and I get to look at it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, eventually we all know that, you know, like Desert Ghost Clowns within like the next 10 years, they're going to be the next $400 ball python, you know? So like making stuff that's pretty for you to enjoy and open you up your tub and be like... I like the look of that snake. It's pretty. Or put have it in a in, you know, a big PVC enclosure, whatever you want to do with it, you know. And uh I don't know. I, I definitely agree. It's uh those are some pretty pretty solid jeans. I, I love calico as well. <laughs> I don't I, have enough of it. I got one snake with it. <laughs> I um let's see. One, two What's going on, Rob? Three. I think I have four or five that have calico in them. That campfire is my favorite, though. Yeah, actually, she's got new skin. I'll make sure to show her off. She actually, Rosa got new skin, so um, she looks very flaming tonight. Um, she's, love that she, she got all she got all dressed up pretty. <laughs> she did, actually, she knew she, uh, they all knew that I was coming in here, so they made it harder for Jason and Kayla to actually clean them. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, we're just gonna make everything dirty." So that's fine. <laughs> I'm used to it at this point. <laughs> so we went over this a little bit, but what are the projects you're working with that you're most excited about, and like, why are you excited about it? What like what are your plans? <laughs> 
Okay, this is okay. So I'm always excited about every every project that we do or any pairing that we do um, because you never know what is going to come out. Um, that taught us last year, um, and you're just you're excited. So I probably am going to say um, my well. I picked her, Jason agreed to it. So I actually have a banana paint mail, which a lot of you guys can go check out a lot of the pictures. You guys will see a lot of his clutches um, to a Wookiee yellow belly. So we're going to drop some Wookiee and yellow belly in with the paint jean. Um, and she actually um, is doing really well with growth of follicles and stuff. So that's probably the really like exciting one that's coming. Granted, all of them are exciting, but that one is like one where we've taken a gene that people are starting to notice now that can do crazy things and putting it with something that's like, you don't see it very often. Like people are working like Wookiee clowns and, and all of that stuff. Um, but it's like, let's see it with, let's take Wookiee and see what it does with the paint because paint does crazy things in its own right. It'll be really cool to see, like, the, the darkness of Wookiee, but with the crazy speckling and then brightening that paint does, it, it'll, oh, it'll be Not really, really that, nice. If anybody hasn't seen it, and I'll, I'll probably pull her out. Um, I actually have a visual paint. She's a yellow belly, and a lot of people always show them, hey, this is, you know, this is this. We're like, take a, take a guess at the Jeeps, and, like, they'll throw out three or four because of just how crazy paint does things. Um, and it's just like lace. It, it does its own own thing. And people will be like, there's no way that's just a paint yellow belly. I'm like, yeah, that's just a paint yellow belly. Um, it's just paint has a, a really um, hard effect with yellow belly. It has, it has a, and I'm actually excited about Calico. It does some crazy stuff with Calico as well. I haven't gotten to see anything like, that'll be some pretty stuff seeing paint and Calico. Um, and yeah because i i have one and then we're also doing like she's pairing as well to him a pastel spot nose um yellow belly so we'll throw that in there and then the calico she's actually a pastel spot nose calico so we're gonna throw some things in there um and see what happens with those so what does that do with calico does that like make it more blushy it up the sides more even more and just mm. uh, just blown out um, and it just, it, I mean, who doesn't love some calico, some high transitions and stuff like that, like the campfire, like she has some craziness, um, which she can't grow up fast enough for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hey Angel, how's it going? Hello. Welcome, welcome. Okay. Where was I at? Every time I do that, I lose my spot. Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yes. So. Is it just you or do you get any help with your collection? Um, actually what's really funny is uh, being in a house and having um, a child that's in their own business and then having your husband. There's actually three of us that run the collection. Um, we're constantly bouncing things off of one another. So it's Kayla and Jason and myself. Um, and then my mother-in-law um, and my father-in-law who live in Florida, they actually have three snakes that are here because she came and she kind of saw what we did. So they, they have some snakes in here that they, they put in here for us to breed and do things because they saw how cool it was. Um, so right now it's, it's, it's Kayla and me and Jason. Um, mostly at this point, I've kind of stepped 
I come in and I do what I need to do with the snakes and keep records and things, but I've kind of stepped out of the snake room to kind of give myself a little bit more time to kind of do, um, you know, the arts and crafts, but I also manage the, the rats and the ASFs and I keep up with um, customers or, or, or family that needs um, rats or stuff. And I, that's kind of where I am right now. So we've kind of divided it um, a little bit. Like it's kind of cute um, for Kayla and Jason will get in here and they divide racks like, she has the hatching rack. He has the grow up rack. She has the boy ARS rack, which is behind me. And then he has the girls and then he does all the big girls. So it's, it's kind of divided. And I, I manage everything that's out in the, the rat castle, as I like to call it, um, for everything that's out there. Very nice. At least you have some help. Yeah. Like having all of what you got, knowing how big your collection is and knowing what you have in you know with the rats and everything like that's a that's a lot that's a it lot is, um not only on top of that um you know i'm here i i have six dogs i have a god what is he gonna be 18 weeks 19 week old puppy um i have all my older dogs um and then it's like you have two kids so i'm constantly like doing like switching hats throughout the day um lauren's been on the phone with me multiple times where i'm like in line to get the kids or i'm you know, go into the craft store or I've got to go to tractor supply and get something. Um, so it is, it's nice to have help. Um, I like, I look forward to Friday nights because then I know I don't have to like stop and go pick kids up from school and run them around. Um, because then Saturday morning, it's like everybody kind of gets up and they start to like, you know, we do the snakes and then we, you know, I'm getting food orders ready for people to come get. Um, and I get a chance to talk to people versus feeling so rushed like I used to because I, I would take it all on. Um, so it's nice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, what is, in your opinion, the most underrated gene? Ghost. Ghost. Um, a lot of people don't like the way it looks and that's fine. Um, but I feel like ghost kind of doesn't get the credit it used to like clown is king. Everybody knows clown is king. Lace is cool. Paint's cool. But like ghost kind of gets forgotten about because a lot of people don't like that frosted look. That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. And it looks so insane in so many of these combos that are coming out now, especially like adding to like, oh gosh, desert ghost looks great. Lace looks great. Paint looks great. Like it. It's... I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of spoiled too. Um, having Kayla's collection here, um, the enhancer, which just is a, it's, mm. you know, it's a different version of desert ghost. Um, but that to me blows me away every time she pulls him out. Yeah. So that picture she posted, what was that today? She posted yeah, that today. Oh my gosh. Osiris um, looks so gets, good. He just gets crazier and crazier. Um, so yeah, hypo is like a big thing. Um, I, I've noticed hypo works really good in GHI. It makes it nuts. Mm. Like I'm talking silver. It looks purple. Yeah. Purple, silver. Oh, hypo GHI Mojave's look so beautiful. So um, simple, but it's so beautiful. Kayla actually has a snake. Um, it's a GHI butter that uh, No Limit Royals Jerome and Aaron produced and sent to her her first, her first birthday her uncle sent it and she looks like she's silver um and it's just it's nuts to watch her grow and then i have a ghi ghost female that's in here to breed with waste and she's just they just look great mm -hmm. i i 
I agree. I I have one visual ghost in my collection, and I wish I had more. <laughs> Even just by itself, he looks stinking cool. I I like it. Um, and, and I can't you know, wait to put him into more stuff. And clown. Oh, I'm excited to see it. Go, those clowns person. are like those. Yeah. Those are crazy. I mean, every one of the jeans that are in play is it's everybody's opinion. But like there are certain jeans that people are like, oh, I don't really like to work this or I don't like I, I'm going to say ghost because you'll hear a lot of people just be like, yeah, it's just not for me. OK, but it does crazy things. Yeah. So it's just like everything else. Yeah. And I mean, hey, everybody's entitled to their own opinions. You know, oh, yeah. it's like the Ultramel Monarch fight or, you know, <laughs> the, everybody's entitled to their enjoyment of certain color and pattern palettes. Yes, for, for real. Um, don't, it's, I it's, don't begrudge anybody. You know, I don't either. At the same time, hypo's cool. <laughs> um, I don't know. We did double head ghost paint this season, and like that was kind of a a mind blowing thing because then you're like, you take paint and you throw some ghost into it, and you're just like, wow, okay. So, <laughs> so frozen thought or live? Okay. So everybody has their own preference. Um, mm -hmm. And it's understandable because there are pros and cons to both. Um, we started with frozen um, until we started to produce our own snake food. Um, and now we do live. Um, and I do do a switch between wraps and ASX, which is fine. Um, and it's just easier for us. And having as big of a collection as we have, um, it... Um, it's easier to do live versus like you have 150 like frozen that you have to like put up here and get under the hair dryer and like stick them in and wait for the snake to make the decision whether or not to take it versus live. If you don't take it, it gets pulled and it goes back outside and it grows up, you know, until next week. Yeah. That's the nice thing too. And I think I both do are feeding the same way. Like I'll, I'll pull rats, you know, as I'm cleaning and yeah go up and feed snakes and whatever they don't take it's put back in the rack for next week and then maybe i'll gas them off and save some for you know hatchlings or whatever you know or snakes that i'm gonna send off that people will want on frozen pod or if i'm yeah. short on stuff for a week then i have it you know but like it's mainly live here too so i think you and me are very similar <laughs> in our feeding it was, methods it was great you know with like one or two snakes with the frozen um around here um and the reason we make our own food now is because we had a rat person and you know unfortunately things kind of went south on their end um and when you get such a big collection um and you can't feed them the way that you know they should be fed um it kind of makes you stressed um and you're like my snakes aren't doing what they need to do they're not getting it so it kind of um <laughs> uh it kind of did <laughs> It made it kind of force us. Yes, Wendy's Frosties, they love those. Wendy's Fresh, never frozen. Yep. Yes. <laughs> um, and they, to tell you the truth, it, um, they like it this way. Now I do still have some that like make me go back after they've killed it um, and play with their food with the tongs and be like, hey, you know, you want this. And then they make I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yes, and, and uh, you know what I love? Um, Prince, which is creative, um, keeps me on my toes for frozen um that's what he prefers to feed his collection and i love it though because it's it doesn't matter if it's alive or it's frozen the stuff that i produce all the snakes love it they don't they don't care um yeah. my rats eat better than probably me and the dogs and the kids 
stuff. And that leads, I guess, into this question too. So, but, and that has a lot to do with, I know you spoil the heck out of your rats. Um, so like, what, what do you feed your rats on so, like a weekly um, basis? Over time, um, what are the average rodent prices of both of you are? So I'll answer that one first. Yeah. So I charge for my biggest stuff is um, like 350 and I go down from size. Um, ASFs are just a tiny bit more, like maybe 10 or 15 cents more because they're a little bit harder to continue to grow up because um, they, they're a slower rate versus the rats. Um, so that that's kind of where I like to stick with my prices. And um, I'm thankful that I've been able to produce what I've been able to produce with my rats and help so many people out because I the you know when you have a feeding source that's here and then it just kind of dries up and you don't know where you're going to get your snakes next meal um it helps um we finally put ourselves out there to be like hey we can supply a, a couple people locally and um it makes me happy to know that i can help somebody when their snakes are looking um you know for the next meal and some people have gone a month to two months yeah uh for me uh, I haven't been to a show recently. I'm planning on going to one tomorrow. Actually, I could give you a more in-depth, uh, cost analysis after that. But the last show that I was at, um, ASFs were $3 each. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, and, uh, I think small rats were around two fifty. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Um, and that's for live frozen thawed. I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I haven't had to buy frozen thawed in a hot minute because <laughs> we finally have a nice production going. So luckily, thankfully, I don't have to worry about that anymore. But I do know at one point buying like fuzzies, buying, I don't know, maybe 50 fuzzies cost me somewhere around the ballpark of like 60 70 bucks so it a little, little bit more on the expensive side for those for depending on who i talk to but there was at the show that we go to there's only like one main rodent like frozen thawed provider there's another one that's in the other corner but like i don't really know his prices and then there's one live provider and they don't bring female asfs to their table which is like I see what you're doing there, and that's kind of rude. <laughs> um, that can be aggravating. Um, I know when I first when I first bought like my first ASF before I ever had the colonies, I somebody charged me like I think it was like ten dollars for one, and like halfway home, it decided it wanted to croak because it had a heart attack. <laughs> so, um, that was my first a ASF. Uh, experience. Hey, Ali. Hey, Shane. I see you guys popping in here. Um, and What's then up? Actually, uh, Prince, <laughs> Prince says I put, I put crack in my rats and ASS. I don't. Um, what I make <laughs> off of like rats, it goes back into the rats. Um, you can ask anybody, Lauren's been here and, and anybody will tell you these rats, like they have certain days that they get microgreens. They have in the summertime, I get frozen fruit because it's frozen and if you give it to them, it's like a little popsicle. Um, they get cherry wood uh, chew sticks. They get pommel stones. Um, they have a, a, a pig food. Um, they have uh, 
oh my gosh, what's the new one? It's a wild bird seed that I mix with um, the fly larvae and the mealworms and they get that as a treat because sometimes it's a little too fat. They get unsalted peanuts. Um, you name it, they get it. Now I try to feed them as healthy as I possibly can because no matter what you put into those, um, it's going into your snake. So I can tell if I've changed food, um, a snake will have like pain as an enclosure. And I'm like, oh, hey, look, your tub's been painted, Picasso. It's because they have an upset tummy because I've changed what I've done. In it. And I've had to do that a couple times with the pig food that I use for the ASS. And then I mm -hmm. use a high protein dog food for my rats. Um, but everybody gets, and then I do black sunflower seeds. And, and it's, it's actually kind of crazy if I do a tractor supply run because Jason laughs. He's like, oh, we were coming in here for two bags and now we're going out with 20. Um, <laughs> So it just depends. Spoil them rats. Yeah, I do. Because what you put in goes into your snakes and it's quality out. Um, and I also, I've noticed um, if I've upped a couple things that I've changed, um, like with just like the treats of like the, the protein from the mealworms and stuff like that, um, I'm getting more production um, out of them than I would have if I wouldn't have changed things up. A little bit more healthier um but they love it like fresh fruit they love peppers they uh bok choy like it's certain things that they i i switch things around so much um but it's like they get their base and then they'll have like a goodie or something um i just found out there it's called mealworm soot it's actually in the wild bird food section and it's like bricks and it's mealworm and beet protein and like all this really good stuff that they can have. And it comes in like a huge brick and it's like a dollar 43 here and it's in tractor supply. Um, and I just break it up every now and again. And it almost smells like peanut butter, but it's not, it's like that mealworms and it's that stuff that like gives them that extra pump um, of exercise. I remember, and we do I don't remember you telling me about that. That yeah. does sound for the rats. Keep telling Jeff, we need to make your supply run. Um, Jason will laugh because I'll just stop in the middle of the aisles with like my cart and like somebody will be like, oh, are you trying to get that bag food? I'm like, no, I'm researching to make sure my animals can have this. <laughs> so, and, and I do, I'll, I'll do it in the tractor supply um, area. Yes, br Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cauliflower, carrots. Um, mm. They love, like I get the 50-50 blend or the super greens, which is like arugula and like all that's and like we just go through and give them handfuls and it, it breaks up that stuff because you figure these guys are foragers and they're just going to go after whatever they can get. So why not throw some good stuff in there? Yeah. And it puts weight back on them too, especially all those nursing mamas. Yeah. Because they get um, down to skin and bones pretty, pretty quick after having a litter. And what's crazy is you don't notice it. Um, yeah, organic, like that's what I, I like to do um, is try to stay with the organic stuff because it's a little bit fresher. Um, and you don't have to, you know, if you keep them and that's not your thing, but just like substituting, like even if you just get them a thing of like lettuce, like make sure it's the right stuff and like they'll just go nuts over. It. And I learned the new trick over the summer because Tennessee, we get hot with a lot of humidity is getting like frozen blueberries and strawberries and just putting them in there because it's like a little popsicle for them when they're super hot. Yeah, that, that's a that's a cool trick. I'm gonna have to put that one in my back pocket. And you don't have to get like, you know, sometimes like we have Kroger's, I don't know everybody's grocery shop, but you can get like the deals where it's like a bag for a dollar and you get 10 or something and just put them in the freezer and then like they last. Forever. Forever. <laughs> Forever. <laughs>
All right. Uh, who do you look up to most in the hobby? <laughs> who is my Mickey's 13 idol? year old? Who is who is your 13 year old self's idol? That would be Kayla. Um, no, actually, um, I look up to everybody in the industry. Each person has a different uh, way of doing things, and to see the difference in um, the way we all do our collections by watching some of these people. Um, so with everybody in the community, I don't have a particular person that I'm like, oh, this is like my idol. It's just, I like to learn. So getting a chance to see all the knowledge that's out there from every breeder that we get a chance to meet or know, um, that's inspiration for me. Yeah, that makes sense. I definitely could, I, I can see that it's, it's hard to like really pinpoint one person anyway, cause we all do, everybody has so, has such amazing collections and does so many different things in so many ways. And like you bits and pieces from things that everybody does to like, well, maybe I could do this, like take what this person did and kind of apply it. And then maybe something that this other person did and kind of apply it. And everybody takes a mix and match. It's. But then we all get, you know, we all get together at, at the expos and stuff at like Tinley or something. And then it's, it's like just a big old party. And, uh, it is, um, yeah. And then also it's kind of cool. Like what you said, like everybody's collection is tailored kind of to how your lifestyle is. Some are busy, some are not, some, some are collectors, some are hobbyists, and it doesn't matter what you are. If you can take one piece of information out of any person that you follow, and you can apply it to your collection and it makes it easier and funner for you, do it. It doesn't have to be like, I have all kinds of methods in here and I'm constantly learning. Like actually probably over the last three weeks, I've learned a lot of things that I'm like, wow, I didn't know, you know, that I could do this or like a snake could have this or, and, it, and it's constantly, it's knowledge and it's just taking lessons that people put out there and just trying to adapt it to your collection doesn't mean you have to run your collection like mine because I understand everybody has different numbers, different setups, different opinions, and different time. It's whatever works for you. Do it. Yep. Whoopsie. Skip one. Uh oh. There we go. <laughs> what is your favorite part of keeping? My favorite part of keeping is going to be the learning. It's constantly learning. Um, so before I, after I got in the military, I got a chance to become a veterinary technician. So I'm a, I'm a vet tech at heart. Um, I retired uh, a long time ago. Um, but to see skills that I knew were there and to be able to use a lot of the skills um, with the snakes, it's just the constant learning. And I don't care what anybody says, these snakes teach you every day, 24 seven, 365. You might see one problem and then you'll never see it again and you'll see something completely different. And it's constantly the, the knowledge of keeping. Also the fact that like, I was a child, you know, that was grown up, snakes are bad. Any snake is a good dead snake, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Now I've turned around and I've, I've, I've been able to do this with Jason's help and Kayla's help. Um, and it blows my mind to see like kids that don't understand snakes are not these evil creatures that some parents make them out to be. Um, so getting a chance to be that mom that's like, oh yeah, I have tarantulas and scorpions and I've got 
this many snakes, it's fun for me because again, it's a knowledge thing. It's, it's teaching. That's a pretty good answer. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a jack of all trades, but besides the pythons, what other hobbies do you have? Um, oh God, what are, well, I have, um, the hobby of being, um, as I like to call it an extreme crafter. <laughs> um, I, uh, I started if nobody followed it. Um, I did start making epoxy tumblers with people's logos and I have really a, a blast with doing that time consumption and supplies and just kind of the way COVID's changed the world kind of slowed that down. Um, and now I actually, um, started making handmade snake bags. Because um, I'm all about um, when I ship out a snake or you get a shape snake for me, it's an extension of myself. So if you've never actually gotten a chance to meet me in person, this box shows up and you're like, wow, okay, they put the time into this. They they blew it out of the water. So I started making custom snake bags. Um, and yes, I do sew all of them. Everything is done by hand, cutting the fabric, all the logos, all that stuff. Um, so when I started doing that, that's that's probably my new hobby now because I won't ever go back to the plain bags after doing these. Um, because one, I like, I like the way they tie. Um, and I like the, the fact that it's an, it, it matches, like I can print our logos on it. And then I do like the t-shirts and the coffee mugs and, and all that stuff. But I taught myself how to do three different print styles and three weeks. Uh, Jason laughs because every time he comes home from work, there's a new printer or something else, and I've got something else coming from Amazon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been, for those of you who haven't seen them, the snake bags she makes, oh my lord, they, they're they they're so cool. Yeah, here you go. The, she makes Ashley? three different sizes of them. Mm -hmm. Ashley, nice. It doesn't have a string in there because I wanted to show you guys. Sub-adult. Again, really nice string, literally. Drawstring bags and you can tie them there. Uh, and it only takes one um, good cinch and they're not getting out. Um, and then we did um, the mega adult ones. Um, so these are the three sizes I do right now. Um, again, with another one. So I, I have fun with it. Um, now I will say this. Um, a lot of you guys, um, I, I think I've said it a couple of times, um, and I do do custom orders. Like you guys can order them in any fabric I can get. Everything's hundred percent cotton. Um, I kind of mimicked it off of the bags that are already produced through the shipping companies. I just wanted something a little bit, a lot of guys have, you know, you guys all have big cans and stuff. And when you go to pull some of those bags, it's just not a, it's not a fluidness and it doesn't seem like it cinches all the way and people use the zip ties and stuff with these. Um, Jason had a lot of input with that to make sure that um, the bag did what it needed to do. So, but the story behind me doing these and I can't take all the credit, I started doing it. I actually sent out a snake to somebody that purchased it off of Morph Market. And um, when I first started, um, I actually reached out to Mel who actually, Mel's logo design, um, over there in um, Europe. She actually did this logo and she did our sneaking around logo. Um, and I reached out to her and she was doing kind of a contest with bags that she had made herself. Um, and I won a couple of them and she sent them over with a bunch of other stuff. Um, but she redid our logo. Um, 
and I had them. So I mailed this snake out because I had this extra bag and she fit in it. So I was like, all right, cool. Let me just do this up. Um, and everything comes in our color. So black and gold, Kayla is like silver and blue. Um, and I mailed this snake out and I didn't think anything of it because a lot of people don't ever acknowledge kind of like their packaging or, or, or put the review or anything. Literally after this person like picked this snake up, I got a phone call. Me and Jason both got phone calls within like 10 minutes. Of, Where did you get these bags? Oh my God, I have to have these. So <laughs> I turned around and I gave this person um, the info and I was like, I don't think she makes them anymore because Mel had stopped doing like the product stuff. Um, so I actually started trying to dye the regular snake bags that we all get from the shipping company and I didn't like the way it looked. Um, so then I got a sewing machine and I got the, the sub, the sublimination printer. And then I got the regular printer and the, the HTP paper. And like, I, you know, I'm actually thinking about it, getting a DTF printer and can, you know, doing all kinds of crazy things to make things look cool. Um, and I started making them. So I actually owe these bags and kind of the kickoff with everybody else that orders them is actually straight fire. Um, he actually asked me and I said, okay, give me a second. And within three weeks I had made the first bag actually sewing it and just kind of putting it together. Um, so I, I can't take all the credit that I was like, yeah, let me learn how to make snake bags. It was because somebody kind of was like, Hey, where do you get these? And then me and Jason were like, wow, okay. People might actually want this with their logo. And I don't have to do like the fabric, like you guys have seen, I can put like your logos on like the regular bags if some people like it, but being in this, as long as we've been in this we know what a bag should kind of feel like and we just like these better i mean don't sell yourself short though because i mean that's that is a lot of work it's it and the 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 time that you had to put into learning how to do this this learning how to use a sewing machine <laughs> learning how to properly you know put the ties in there so that they cinch right use learning how to do make printer into a sublimination printer and which papers work best and what inks work best and which fabrics work best for it like it's just it it's a lot <laughs> it's 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 definitely a lot yeah he gave you the idea and was like well, well you how did you do that but like it, it is it's time consuming but i i like it because when i see other people that have um and people are slowly starting to get them um i do like i said it's a sewing machine it's not like something i just whip out like i have to hand cut like patterns and and i have to go in and and i'm you know i put like a seam so the top of the bag is like fresh so when i actually sew like the whole bag it like bends into like the fold um jason turned me on to this stuff i was using like electrical tape at the end of my thing and kind of burning it on um he actually turn me onto this rubber that you just dip it in and it takes like four hours and it makes like a cap at the end so then the the, the strings aren't frayed and it, and it looks a little bit more presentable so like i'm constantly changing them um and if anybody ever gets one and they're like hey this this would work then it's like i change it but i make sure before any of these bags ever go out jason string tests them to make sure like they're pulling the way they should or if i need to adjust something um, but it is, it, it can be time consuming, but I, I like it because it gives me a chance to just kind of sit down and decompress from everything else and just focus on making fun things. At least it's something you enjoy too. Like you have fun doing it. It's not like, I mean, except, except if they're mine and, uh, no, you're trying to I will say this. So I, so I'll say this, I have ran into a couple logos that I'm like, yo, I don't, 
Um, but I will say the one I cuss the most at is my own logo because I have to go through and weed all of like the little diamonds out of like the M. I cuss every time I have to do it. I probably <laughs> make like three extra prints because I'm like, I'm gonna mess this up somewhere. Um, so that's the one I, I probably cuss at the most. <laughs> Uh, okay. So, what is dream animal to own someday? And, like, we'll say ball pythons, and then we'll say if you have, like, another species. So, we'll make this, like, mm. a twofer. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. I have to... Sorry, guys. I, I think... Actually, to tell you the truth, I, I already own um, a dream animal um, that actually wasn't produced by me, and I love him to death. Um, Lauren actually produced my dream snake and he's here and he actually has a name that fits him. So Bougie, if anybody's met Bougie, he's my panda pie that Lauren produced last year. Uh, so that would have been my dream snake. So I actually have him. Um, and he's here. Um, and he is as bougie as you get. Um, he knows he's a camera. He likes the camera. Um, he's so the king of that snake room and he knows it. He knows it. As soon as you pull out a reporter, he's like, yep, take it from the right, take it from the left. Um, and he said, he's uh, actually, I've had a bunch of people come in and just kind of want to take pictures of him because he is so unique. Um, and he just sits, he just knows. Um, so that would have been my dream ball python. Um, I think the next one will probably be just to own an urban camo. Um, it's like some things that are, that are, they're still really attractive, but it's like, I know the, the consequences when you work with things like that and that we just have so many projects in the house, it would probably just be to own one of those. They are beautiful. That price yeah. tag, man. Um, and then it's let's crazy. See. Other species. <laughs> um, so I'll never be able to own it um, just because I have too many body parts in my house. Um, I am a big viper person, so if I could ever get my hands and to own a gaboon viper, I probably would. Now, there would be stipulations with something like that. Um, I can go to my zoo here in Memphis. They have two. I go and I stalk it all the time. Um, <laughs> they're just really cool. Um, and I also like the intrigueness of, like, fangs and how they can, you know, pull them out and they can actually get you from the top of their lips or the side of their lips. Um, so that would probably be, like, my crazy species that I wish I could have my hands on. Um, if somebody ever made an enclosure that had like a divider door that you could just kind of divide things if you needed to clean or what, I'd be all over it. Um, I'm surprised I'm there hasn't been something like that made yet. Um, I, I've heard some people thinking about making things like that. Um, but how big the venomous community is, you'd think. One, uh, actually, I will I will take that back. Um, a really good friend of mine um, that she's on here, she's a dog trainer. Um, she has a she has a timber rattlesnake that was wild caught, and she actually did something like that where it has a sliding door that she made herself. So when she needs to get on one side, he's on the other side. Um, again, pots are hots, and they're they're unpredictable, just like any of these other snakes. So um, it's just too many moving parts for me right now. So I can love them from a distance, but if I had to have that dream snake, that would probably be where it is. Gaboons are beautiful. Their sheds are pretty. Yes. Like, it's so cool. Um, I actually, Jason sent me something. It was somebody on Facebook actually produced albino gaboons. And I know that person oh. has been at it, like, for forever to try mm -hmm. to get that mutation into something that, that crazy. So that was actually kind of cool to see. Yeah. 
Dang, I'd like to see what an albino gaboon looks like. Um, I'll That'd have to really awesome. find the photo. He sent me the photo. Like it's it's nuts because it was like a, you know, it was like a couple of them and then like the normal ones. Gershon, Gershon and Slithery, hello. Hello guys. So that's, hello, hello. that's probably where I would go. Yeah, I I could see that gaboons are sick. I, I mean, um, they're they're nuts. Yeah. Uh, oops, I skipped one. That was the one we were just on. Do 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 do. Okay. Uh, what's something you wish you knew before when you were first getting into breeding and keeping? Um, let's see. Man, that one's a. Um. One piece of advice that I've learned over the years, and um, this was actually told to me when I first got my first snake, as I was like panicking, I was like, oh my God, he's not doing something. And yes, everybody goes through that. Um, having people that you can reach out to in that corner is good. But I think that the first thing that I ever learned that I wish somebody would have told me off the get-go is these snakes will teach you patience. If you're not a patient person, guess what? <laughs> um they're gonna teach you to be patient um they're gonna do their own things um like me and jason always say snakes do snake things why because they're snakes and they're still gonna do what they want no matter what you do they're still gonna do what they want yep uh false uh, water cobras yep um uh, uh i i have <laughs> i have crazier taste i guess maybe because it, it i worked when i started working with snakes it was in venomous snakes so it was kind of kind of it's still there you still want it but you're like no don't have i can't you know just too many moving parts yeah uh what's the most exciting thing that's ever happened to you in this hobby Getting to meet my best friend that I never in a million years would have ever gotten to meet in this hobby. Um, getting to meet everybody and the knowledge and the love and the passion that everybody has like behind this. It's just getting a chance to find other people out in the world that aren't looking at you like, ooh, you like snakes. Those people kind of, they're, they're white noise at this point in the background to, to me versus everybody else that's in this community and loves it. But again, Probably the best thing that's ever happened to me was finding my best friend, which is Lauren. Nobody knows that. Lauren's my best friend. Y'all. <laughs> um, okay. What is uh, something you've seen change for better or worse in the hobby since you started? Oh, my goodness. This hobby is always evolving. Mm -hmm. um, and new challenges and, and, and things always pop up. Um, I'm going to have to say the, what I've seen is like the support we've gone from an industry that used to constantly support and want to put out knowledge all the time to a community that judges. Um, and there should be no judging because we should all be there to support one another because this is something that outsiders look in on us. And when they see us bickering with one another, they're like, why do I, why do I even want to open my brain to understanding what you do? Um, so that would probably be the thing that I've seen change. And then I've also seen it in turn where everybody, everybody helps one another and they, they gain knowledge and they, and, and they put it out there. So like, it's kind of like a double edged sword. You have your good with your bad, but 
being supportive and having friendship and having those people that you can go to or share anything with is key for me. That's a good answer. Yeah, I definitely have seen, and I know a lot of the people who, who were in this hobby like way before we were, would say definitely the information has been something that has definitely changed. Um, I know that like, like things like that used to be kept hush hush in a secret because it was such a competitive thing back when people, you know, were selling albinos for 10 grand, you know, like it, it's crazy. And yes. so now like where we'll, we'll do everybody's lives and stuff like this and, you know, like uh, the forums and Facebook groups and Instagram, and we'll all share information and stuff easily and without reservation now it's probably the best thing that i have seen happen so far in this hobby i mean even the past like i don't know i've been in it since 2017 and seeing how far it's come since then like it was still kind of like that in 2017 it seemed like a little bit but seeing how far it's come and people doing these lives and stuff and seeing all that and how that's changed that's definitely a positive change it is um knowledge is power and if we don't have that power to feed what we're doing you know we might be missing something um and if anybody knows me any bit of information that like i've learned either from my exotic vet or from other breeders or things i'm gonna try it but i'm also gonna pass it on to somebody because i know if it helps me it might help you yep so all right. What motivates you in this hobby slash business? Hmm. What keeps you going? Caffeine. <laughs> um, sometimes Starbucks. 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 Uh, <laughs> like, uh, also my friendships, like getting a chance to see what everybody's doing. Um, it, it motivates. Um, also like when we get a chance to go and, and we haven't been able to do it, we'll soon be changing to be able to go to some of the shows and get a chance to meet everybody in person, um, and getting a chance to see them, it reignites that passion that you drive for every day. Like that's a reigniter for me and Jason, especially like this past season where we had a lot of hiccups. We learned a lot, but it's like to go and see everybody else and get a chance to talk to everybody else or see things on Instagram. It's. It, it's that reigniter for like doing things, but mostly what keeps me motivated is caffeine. <laughs> yeah. With everything you got going on in your life, I, I don't, I wouldn't have the energy. I, or if I nobody, applaud if, you. <laughs> no, nobody out here, uh, like gets it or, or I have, you know, a moose that comes up behind me and lets me know that I'm slacking at my job and judges me all the time. So. <laughs> you live in that Dane life. I am living the Dane life. Uh, and he keeps me on my toes. <laughs> hey, Shelby. All right. So, final question. If it'll load. What the heck's going on? There we go. <laughs> if you had any advice for new keepers just starting out, ending to breed, what would it be? Take every opinion with a grain of salt. Um, don't listen to one person because that might, um, and I'm including vets or anybody along that line, um, uh, people that do blogs or, or vlogs or stuff, 
take it with a grain of salt and understand that you're still your person and your gut is going to tell you if you're right or not and be open to the knowledge that you might not know. That's pretty good. Yeah, because <laughs> a lot of a lot of new people seem to hey, Chris. Chris. Hello, Shelby. Um, a lot of new people seem to get offended. I mean, even the people who it longer and I'll be like, well, I've been in it for this many years and blah blah blah. Like people need to stop getting so offended when they're just when other people are just giving suggestions on how they can be better. It's not do it this way or you know you might as well not be in the hobby. It's here's how I do it. Maybe you could consider doing something similar to this and maybe that'll help you if like your ball python's not eating or if you're not getting locks or if you know you're having issues with hatchlings or you know anything and people need to not get offended <laughs> we're uh, all here to help each other mostly um, so. again i live off of caffeine <laughs> um also i'm very blessed um i have a really good exotic vet um and the one thing that um he laughs at me every time he writes my instructions down i actually have a, a binder of all of everything he's ever told me or if i have a question he writes out these detailed notes so i have something to go back to um also you know i'm privileged he's 24 7 365 i have his personal cell phone number and if i'm having a moment where i'm freaking out he's like no 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 we'll see you this week or we'll have this um so getting a chance to learn that from something else and passing that knowledge on that some of us might not have, you know, have learned or our vet stops and, and, and explains it to us, um, that helps. Um, it's just, I can't, I cannot stress this enough. These snakes will teach you. I don't care if you've seen it, you haven't seen it, you've heard somebody say something, you've seen it, trust me. They will slap you in the face. When you think you have a, a hand on it, you're like, yeah, I got this. They'll be like, nope, and here it is. Um, yep. And they do. They all do. Yep. All right. Well, that's all the questions I had for you, ma'am. You survived. I did, actually. Woo! <laughs> you thought I was studying for, like, an exam. Like, I was going to have to take a state exam or something. I was like, Whew. <laughs> Actually, to tell you the truth, your questions were really good. Um... Sometimes you don't get asked some of that stuff. I, you know, and I tried, I was trying to think of things that you don't hear, or I don't know, as many things that you don't hear from lives. I don't copy anybody. I want to do my thing, but at the same time, like, there's so many lives. There's so many live shows. There's going to be some overlap in some things. So I just tried to, you know, make up my own, and you made it real easy because. I know how you operate and you know how I operate. So like we had a nice little playing field for our first for our first episode, which is pretty cool. I'm excited. Um, I was also honored that I got a chance to be first. Um, but you know, if, if you ever get me on the phone, we'll talk snakes. And I just, I love to hear everybody's like different stuff. I mean, everybody lives in different places and humidity and climate and, and, and all that stuff. So it, it's just, it's so cool to learn. Yep. Okay. Here's the fun part. Show us some of your favorite animals in your collection. Just <laughs> however many you want to show us. 
Okay, so she's she's with with them. Them. she's been in my collection. She knows what's here. Like, there's like 150 of them that I can pull from. So um, everybody in my collection is my favorite. Um, there are some that I, I do think the devil lives in their soul. Um, <laughs> uh, there's some that I would like, no, you couldn't pay me. Um, but let's see. Um, so when we were on earlier, I was talking to you guys about the pink and the yellow belly and just kind of how crazy it is. So um, I'll pull Jade. Yes, every snake in my collection has a name. And if you came to me and asked me their genes, I couldn't tell you what snake it is. But if you gave me a name, I'd be able to spit it to you left and right because I, I know everybody by a name. Um, even the rats are that way too. <laughs> Um, yes, thank you, Gershon. Please like, share, and subscribe, everybody. Let's grow um, this community. I would, I would love to hit 500 subscribers tonight. I'm only like 18 away. Amazing. <laughs> if not, it's okay. But I, I, it would still be really cool. Hi, Mama. It is not. At least I'm pretty sure it's. You at least I'm pretty sure I'm not close. Yeah, 18 away. Yep, and all my snakes have names too, and it's kind of funny because we'll t Nikki and I will talk back and forth and be like, "Oh yeah, um, Lagatha is doing this. Oh, oh, you have that's right, you have a Lagatha too." <laughs> Oops, here, so let me. Uh... Boop. Whoops. Hang on, I gotta figure out how to do 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 do. How do I make you big? <laughs> Please don't make me big. I'm gonna make you big. I gotta figure out how to do it. How do I do it? <laughs> She's learning, guys. I'm learning this. This is um, that. This, this is Jade. Whoops. She made herself bigger. There you go. Wait, um, so wait, this wait. Is Jade. There. This is a yellow belly pink. And just yellow belly and pink together. Look at that freaking crazy popcorning on her sides. Like, she's beautiful. Um, it's so, so busy. Again, visual paint. Um, not the head, but even in the head forms, um, they're not. So that's, that's the one I was talking about earlier. She's just a 2G. Um, and she was actually produced by Rec Room. Um, so that's Jade. Stop it. Okay. Yay. <laughs> no, no ma'am. Hello, Princess Bosa. <laughs> you get back in your tub. Thank you. And then, so this will be Lauren's. Actually, I got yelled at for this one when I wanted her, and I actually ordered her when he was asleep. <laughs> um, this is she, one of my favorite snakes in her collection. <laughs> um, if you guys have never seen them, uh, this is a campfire. Uh, this is Raja. Um, Oh, she's so pretty. She's getting so big. Um, so, and she's actually head pied. Um, but if you put banana to this, it is called a bonfire. So. Campfires and bonfires. I got yelled at. There's actually, I think there's four in here that I got yelled at. It was like, why did you do it? And now if I'm like, oh, well, we can put them up on Morph Market if we don't have a plan for it. And he's like, no, no. Um, and she's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's like my banana suma. Even if I don't ever plan to use him for anything, he's like one of my favorite snakes just because he's so he's here forever. Oh, and there's Mrs. Boza. Hello, hello. Hi, 
Okay, so we talk a lot about the lace gene. Uh, we actually produced this guy last season. Um, and as far as we know, he is a world's first. Now, we don't say world's first because we didn't claim him on um, the world of all pythons. And somebody else might have it floating around their collection that they just, they haven't advertised it, which is fine. So we say world's first because we've never seen it. So this is a pastel phantom lace visual ghost that we produced Ugh. last season he's just so pretty um this he's gotten so bright uh yeah and he's just here's the lace the lace just kind of like washed it out um we're noticing with the bell jeans it has like crazy like um things that it does um and again pastel works really good in these guys um but we produced him we tried to repeat this pairing, but mom and dad were like, yeah, no, we're not digging one another. So um, his mom, which is a pastel phantom visual ghost is actually paired now with Kayla's pastel enhancer. So double heads. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be sick. And then without without further ado, I'll bring him out. He's going to be bougie, because his name is bougie. Hi. <laughs> You knew I was talking about you, didn't you? You handsome man. And we both talked to our snakes like this. <laughs> um, so this is what Lauren produced last season. He is my panda pied. This is bougie. <laughs> and he knows he's, he's bougie. A, because he's a two spotter. He is. And actually what's kind of cool is his dad, Roxas, um, throws freckles. And he is actually starting to get his first freckle right there yeah so but this is my bouge and his brother also has a big spot by his tail as well his his well his brother from the year before um so he's bound to hopefully get some nice freckles um i'm excited about him um it's kind of funny because every time he sheds i think that is a piece of dirt and i have to remind myself i'm like that's one of his freckles and i'll go to like try to wipe it off and it won't come off so. <laughs> um but bouge. Huh. And he's just the most chill little thing. He doesn't. And they love. And for some reason, something I've noticed with super black pastels, they love ceiling fans. They do. It's weird. Um, I don't I don't know. I don't know why. But they, they, they enjoy going, oh wow, that's nice. And then they'll just reach up real high and try to reach to get it. <laughs> yeah. See, he's like this. demonstrating this. Yeah. Um, he actually keeps his in check a little bit better. My boas were literally going to just go straight up. Um, <laughs> it's it's kind of weird. Yes. Um, Prince is actually seen. Boosh. Yeah. Boosh is actually, if you haven't seen that vlog, uh, Creative Reptiles on their YouTube, um, on his YouTube, sorry, they, I keep thinking his snakes are like people too because the way his snakes act. Um, check it out. Boosh is on there. Um, <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> and that that snake he has so much personality it's crazy now, I now everybody's kind of seen like kind of what we do um we do love clown clown is king um also you know normals are king too um we all like they all do different things so i will actually bring her out So we did not produce this girl. Um, I actually found her on IG. So Python Perfections, Anthony, this is a big shout out to him. I have four snakes from him. 
Uh, this is Solara. She is a fire special clown. Um, so clown, we we play with clown. Um, as soon as I saw this one on IG, I reached out and I was like, I have to have that because Jason will start talking about a gene that we want to kind of get in here and kind of put in our own things. Um, and this was one that he had watched and seen some videos and he's like, oh, that would be really cool to put it in this game. So I, I jumped on her pretty fast. Um, I didn't get yelled out about this one, <laughs> but, uh, this one's in here and she's going to do crazy things. And, um, I actually have a phantom crystal clown as well. Uh, Pandora, uh, she's in shed right now, so I won't actually pull her out, but, um, Eventually, I'll have photos kind of of these guys together, totally different palettes and color, um, and do crazy things. So she's gotten big. She is a chunker now. Um, again, feed like this is what I get when I feed what I know. It, you know, the rats and the ASFs are eating, so I get I get chunkers. <laughs> now nobody will ever be able to hold a candle to my Medusa, but <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> trying. She's like yeah, Volta. She's yeah, she's a pretty big beast. Um, she's kind of worried me this season because she's play. She keeps playing with my emotions, where she wants to continue to go or not to go. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, make up your mind. If we're not going this year, then just let me know. Stop playing with my emotions and wrapping your bowl. Um, and then when I ultrasound you, you just have like you know the the eight sitting there, and I'm like, okay, stop playing with me. <laughs> um, so we have we have fun things like that. Um. Good evening, Casey. Okay, I understand you all like to be on camera, but go back into your home. <laughs> um, I won't keep her out very long because she's in shed. Um, and this one actually was not produced. Well, it was produced kind of, it was a joint project between uh, us and Lucy Lambo Pythons. It was the mom and then our, our male. So I like to show her off. Um, she's in shed right now. But um, Kayla actually produced a fully scaleless. Um, so here's wrinkles. She's so cute. She's completely scaleless. She's in shed right now, so I won't keep her out too long. Um, but let me tell you, you want to talk about some high maintenance snakes? Right here. High um, maintenance. High maintenance. Um, and again, always learning. So that's the first scale, fully scaleless that we actually have created in our collection. Um, and we love her. She's different. Um, but you know, she's a little high maintenance. <laughs> um, oh, goodness gracious. Who else have we produced? Sorry, I have to like, when Lauren asked me who to show, I'm like, who do you want to see? Um, <laughs> um I'll show you guys the another cool stuff. Um, Which is everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she is a, so they call them a super lace or white lace. So she's a white lace pastel granite female. Um, my mama. So this is Xena. Medusa is the Hulk for real. <laughs> yes, she is. Um, she'll never look like she's laid any eggs for you because she just like, she never drops like any weight. So again, Pastel works really good. Um, super bright snakes. Um, you guys can see the white lace, a lot of that doiliness through here. Um, so this is another one that's on the grow up. I'm taking this one in a completely different direction. 
um, which is exciting. So once she gets there, we'll we'll play around with some other jeans and see what happens. Something that we haven't really seen anybody do. Um, and just hopefully make more V's. But she, I mean, like she looks almost like Enhancer Desert Ghost. Like she's when beautiful. you put her next to Kayla's pastel enhancer that was actually produced. Osiris was produced by Billy. Um, they it it's nuts. Like hers is a little bit more of a yellow. His is just like somebody just took a highlighter and just went through. So it it's they do their own things. She's so big. I'm so so surprised she's still in your grow up rack. <laughs> Yeah, she's almost at that. She's almost there um, where she'll be moved over. Um, we kind of have a stipulation. A lot of these guys, um, when you put them in the 5540, some of them reject wanting to be in something that big off the jump. So I, mm. I make sure before we move over that somebody is in just like, like the feeding habit is like something that I can be like, okay, you're just going to go right to it. Um, and I have some that I do have to pull back that shouldn't be in something that size and should be in the, the bigger ones, but they just like to be really tight. Um, and they eat better that way. I actually have a male, um, he was living downstairs in his condo. <laughs> um, and we just brought him up cause he ate, um, really, really well. And he went into like a really good feeding response. Um, and so we brought him up to see what he would do up here versus his little condo um and we'll see if he eats like he's supposed to and if he does he'll stay up here and then he'll get his chance to breed um and then if he doesn't he'll go back downstairs to his condo <laughs> do so. you have any snakes that you're trying to sell that you'd like to like push a little on here <laughs> um i have snakes for sale um I don't think anybody in particular is like a super like have to push. Um, if you guys want to check out our morph market, we, we have kind of like what's listed. Um, if you are interested, just message us. Um, we're really easy going and work with everybody. Um, and I, I don't get a chance to tell a lot of people um, if we wouldn't have had payment plans from our mentors when we started this, we wouldn't be where we are right now. Um, payment plans have helped us do a lot of things and we're the type of people that that get it um and all her information by the way her link tree is in the description down below so make sure you go follow her on instagram go follow her on morph market check out what they have for sale they have i have the brother of something that they got listed on morph market and i'll tell you what you want to get into paint that's the way to go i have one yeah. i actually have two left um, I actually have the sister to your to your boy. So I have an orange dream head paint female. Um, we produced her last season. And then I actually have a, oh my God, I'm probably going to butcher this because Jason hasn't done his gene cards. And these guys are, it, I have a banana yellow belly. We think he's OD. He's had double head ghost paint. Um, let me see if he's in shed. I don't think he is. I think he's just <laughs> I know, creative. I have so many favorites in her collection, it's not even funny. <laughs> so you guys, I have to apologize for him. They've all, this clutch has decided that they all want to go into shut at the same time. Um, so again, um, 
banana, yellow, belly, OD, uh, double hat ghost paint. Um, this doesn't do him justice because he's very like ghosty right now because he's in shed, but this is kind of, if you guys are looking ready. for paint, this is the stuff. Don't sleep on this stuff. Um, he's very, he's well started. <laughs> um, we just did it. Um, we got one in from Brittany Gobble. She's a black head, yellow belly, um, possible red jean, uh, hat paint female. Um, so when we see them, we try to get them in here because it's jeans that we like to play with. Um, and I just have right now, my paint male is just a banana. So a lot of the banana stuff you guys see come, comes from him, which is fine. I love banana. Banana's cute. Um, and it does crazy things. It looks really nice with paint. Really, really nice. Um, I've got Krypton. Um, Kayla has some uh, single jean, 50% uh, hypos. Um, creative, if you guys um, haven't seen, um, was here and came in and, and got a chance to check out things. Um, and while he was here, we had a, we did a dinker clutch with one of our really cool males, which he's a super inchy uh, yellow belly. So everything passed on the yellow belly and uh, the inchy. And we did it to a dinker female um, that we were hoping was in that complex and would throw some craziness, but didn't. So we have six babies that are yellow belly inchies. Um, I have two other males that I'm looking to just find a home for um, because I want them to go somewhere successful. Um, I don't look at them as cobra food or like um, not a good snake. It's just, um, I know a lot of people will keep them as pets and they'll be great. So, yeah. Um, but this season, um, a lot of you guys haven't seen it, which, um, I need certain stickers from people. Um, we upped our incubator game. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Look at all the stickers now. Um, anticipating, uh, you know, more clutches, um, more craziness. Um, I have three right now that are on egg watch. I have Exanthic. Um, will be Exanthic. Well, hold on. The running rule is is that she was a hat when she was sold to me. Um, and everybody that's seen her says she's visual. And I put her to my visual uh, VPI 100% um, hat clown. So these will all be if she is not if she is visual, we'll have all Exanthic 50% hat clowns. If not, we'll have. So she's due. I'm really excited about her. I actually got her from Jerome at No Limit Royals a couple years ago. Um, and the funny thing about it is, and I'll tell you guys, like they changed. This snake would only eat mice for Jerome. He would have to drive out and get her like four or five and feed her. The moment she got here, she just started slamming rats. And he's like, I cannot believe that she like, she, she changed. <laughs> um, and now she's, she's going to lay. Um, actually, we did a joint project with him and Aaron, um, we got in a lot, we got in three female, well, four females, three of which have our visual ghosts um, that we paired the lace with. So I actually, we're actually gonna have a joint clutch uh, Mojave ghost times uh, the super lace head ghost male. Um, so that clutch is, is inbound. And then Kayla actually has a joint project with Jerome. It's a killer bee. Uh, she's double head for VPI or DG. She put her pastel enhancer to her. So that'll, that'll be Kayla and Jerome and Aaron are actually beating us in the incubator this go round. 
because mm -hmm. they're going in first before ours. So um, that's, that's it kind of the first three. It has been the DG and Enhancer are compatible, correct? Uh, okay. Yes. Um, in some ways, um, that's what they're saying. DG and Enhancer are kind of the same. They're the same. It's just a different, you know, different of opinion, but they're, they're DGs. Gotcha. 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 I was just wondering if you'd get visuals out of it because I I don't I don't dabble in the oh, no. advancers. So. Um, when we bought her, we were told that she was proved out on the exanthic side. We'll see if she's gonna prove out on the DG side. So fingers crossed cool. on that one. So how many clutches are you anticipating this year? <laughs> well, last year we anticipated like twenty five to thirty, and the snakes decided to tell us that that was not happening. <laughs> um, so this year, um. Probably the same amount. Um, I have a lot of females that have grown up um, that are in play. Um, we're just waiting for them. Like size-wise, they're great. Age-wise, they're great. They just haven't started to build. Um, but if things go the way that they're supposed to, which they never do, um, anywhere between 25 and 30, if not more than that. Not too shabby. We'll see. Not Medusa always, I always count when Medusa goes for me. Uh, that's like two clutches in one because she throws so many yeah. at the time. <laughs> and sometimes I can't get them all to fit in the egg box, so she ends up getting like two tubs with. <laughs> so. Oh my. Yeah. All right. And then well, 2024 will be Boas, which I'm excited because I don't uh, really have to do that much work. They're all live, so I just basically have to put them in together, make sure nobody kills one another um and does what they're supposed to so that one's exciting for me it's also scary because you know they can have lots of litters and babies and so it'll be interesting to see that the mess will be fun to clean up but i don't mind you know like i don't mind that uh jason on the other hand that he probably won't be in the room when i have to do that because it's you know he has a weak stomach the so. Oh, the miracle of life. <laughs> um, I can't get him, like, um, if the dogs have an accident or, like, one of them, like, vomits or something, like, I end up getting called. Hey, I, this, and so it's just, you know, it works out. <laughs> Marriage is, you know, it's what your partner can offer that you can't. And apparently I can offer blood, guts, nastiness. I can deal with it. Him, on the other hand, cannot. Yeah, I get you. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, or if you ever come out and visit in Memphis, you know, uh, Jason's a very interesting person. He will make you laugh uncontrollably, and you think that you've busted a rib because you've laughed so hard. Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when there's alcohol involved, man. Yeah. Oh, boy. There are some Ooh, things boy. that will make you just you start to tear it's so funny that come out of things lauren got a taste of it like lauren gets to hear him on the phone and stuff but they got a chance to come visit us and they stayed for like about a week and like she got a real eye over <laughs> whoop i lost the light holy smokes hang on a second I'm losing light now guys oh, i'm losing a light i'm losing my oh no um, man ah. there's, there's so many there's just so many snakes in here. Like, I see like my fate, my second favorite. Yeah, I have my favorites too. Bougie, Whoops. bougie's probably my number one. Oof. 
um, just because like he, his disposition. Uh, people that tell you they don't have personalities, they do. Um, everyone of them absolutely do. Um, and a lot of people don't understand, um, you know, uh, I, I have dogs, uh, I, I've had horses, um, I have prior military, so PTSD or and, and things like that. If I'm super stressed and I can't get it under control, I'll just pick up one of the snakes and I'll just carry them around the house for a couple hours. And just the the motion of the way that they move and kind of how they massage like your neck or like your hands, it makes you kind of like forget what's up here. And it to me that's that's more helpful than one of my dogs because I have one that he yells at me all the time. It doesn't matter what I'm doing, he's yelling at me. Um, <laughs> But then he's not in there yelling at you right now. <laughs> oh no, he, I think he's down. I think they put up the gate so none of them could come up the stairs. <laughs> yes, they they are their therapy. Um, and a lot of people when they look at them and they're like, well, why do you keep so many or, or whatever? It's because it's passion and it's knowledge and it's education at your at your fingertips. Um, yep. And I think that's the thing that excites that, me the most in the world. Yeah, I I definitely agree to that. If I'm having a bad day, I'll come in here and I'll pick up one of, a couple of my snakes and I'll just sit and hang out and um, just kind of let them run through my fingers and just enjoy the, the beauty of them, their pattern, their the way they move, the way they feel in your hands and just not, it just turns your brain off somehow. I don't know. It's peaceful. It's, cr it's crazy how it shuts you like, from my standpoint, it will shut down any emotional wall that you're having just to kind of concentrate on them. It's not only that, like, you know, sometimes they're out and they want to explore and they want to be a little bit more explorative than what you want them to be. So it's like, you kind of have to be on your toes with them, but it's like, you get a chance to just kind of decompress all that, that stuff. And it just kind of goes away. Yeah. Snakes are therapy. I agree, Jana. <laughs> oh. Oh, and King of the devil. There's Kayla. Hello, I'm Lucy. Not I'm to get She's got to get water for I her. Need to disturb the vibe. Good. Hey, kiddo. Hi, so. Lauren. Hi, chat. She says, hi, Lauren. Hi, chat. Um, again, that's Lucy Lambo Python. That's Kayla. Um, she's probably going she's in there to water the tarantulas. She's going to be next on the list. <laughs> She's looking Probably forward. for next weekend. Um, she she likes to do things and um, she appreciates all you guys uh, that get a chance to come on and and, and talk and, and support her. So. <laughs> Kike's shouting out to Kayla. <laughs> yeah, um, she that kid. Um, I we breed to keep up. That's just kind of at 13 years old. Um, if you would have told me that this would do what it's done um, in the last five years, and I could have been her age when she started this at seven, and it just, it goes. Um, and it's not just this, it's, if you guys don't follow, she has like 32 tarantulas. Um, she's got two left. I remember when that started, that was just crazy. Yeah, I kind of want to get a tarantula, and you were kind of like, eh. <laughs> Me? Now I have, we have 32 <laughs> of them, um, and oh there's gosh. more to come, um, and that, and if you guys don't follow her, um, Kayla's snake, uh, actually spider influence is Marley from No BS Exotics, that's her spider mom, 
So it's it's really funny because me, Jason, and her have our own text chat that we send things back and forth, like pictures and, and with the snakes. And then it's funny because then I'm in the chat with her and Marley. So it's like, I know when I'm supposed to pipe in and say, oh, hey, I need to do this. Or she'll write and I'll be like, so am I supposed to buy this? And Marley will know like where where things are. So Marley <laughs> is uh, the driving force behind the scooters. Um, and she... That kid will, if you want to know about spiders, she'll teach you. Yeah, that's really cool. Like, the when I was there last time, she didn't have as many as she does now. And the enclosures that she had for them, that Marley helped her set up, were really yeah. beautiful. And the ones that she did have, oh my gosh. Like, and I have, like... I respect tarantulas. They're beautiful. They scare the crap out of me. <laughs> they give me the heebie-jeebies a little bit. I have one species, one or two species that I'm like, oh, you're so pretty. I would keep you. I've, and I've tried tarantulas a couple of times, but I, I'm more on like the snakes and reptiles. and I, I kill spiders on accident. <laughs> Uh, Marley, no, Marley is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the spiders, along with the snakes mm -hmm. and like the crested geckos and like anything else that that they have. And um, that is like another mother to her. Um, Marley started it all. And if she ever has a question or like a certain species or, or things like that, that's her go-to person. Um, you know, I wasn't big on the spiders, but I respect them. And like, I love the way that she's learned like their surnames and like their you know the normal names and it's like and she knows like this is a new world this is an old world this is this this is that um she's learned you know like arboreal and like you know ground and it's like so it's like each one of the spiders has its own setup and marley and her through the research have like designed it to where like the, the spiders ha happy and it thrives and stuff so that's pretty cool I can't. Um, now, I'm looking forward to getting down there and seeing her new setup for them. Uh, now, what's funny is when she goes to my dad's house for two weeks, I'm just like, so they're good, right? Like, I don't have to do anything. Like, you know, I go in, I'm like, oh, they're so cool. And then I, like, walk out now. Jason, you know. He I just got to give you water, and then it comes flying. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a couple of them in escapees. Um, I've walked around the corner, and she's got, like, a catch cup on top of somebody because she's gone to feed them or water them, and they've decided to take an adventure. And I'm like, well, just make sure it ends up back where it belongs. If I find um, it in my bed in the middle of the night, I'm going to be dead, and so will you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because uh, Jason is very tolerant of the spiders. Uh, it's not a like, hey, let me go in here and hold them. I like to go in there because she knows so much about them. Um, just to kind of listen to her talk. Or, or when we have people come over, she she brings out, like she has two that she particularly brings out that she kind of shows off. Um, but Jason, it was actually kind of funny. So she has a burgundy bird eater, which she has two of the bird eater species. She doesn't have the biggest one, which are the Goliaths, but she has a salmon and a burgundy. Um, and he's really funny. Triton uh, molted and Kayla put it on top of his screen because she was going to save it. And Marley's taught her how to kind of look to see if they're males or females. Um, and Jason walked in the room just to kind of see like all the things. He's like, oh my God, somebody's out on top of the thing. I'm like, no, that's a molt. <laughs> um, so he had, a, he had a panic moment for a second. Um, but, you know, she has great. And, and Triton actually is kind of funny. He defends his water bowl. So when she goes to giving water, it's kind of like funny because he thinks that he has to defend the water dish. 
and she's like i'm just trying to give you water so it's actually kind of like a little show to watch him when she goes to give water <laughs> that's so. funny <laughs> but it, it's never a dull moment in my house yep you got a nice menagerie but it's fun it is um now and, and i'll say this to, to be honest anybody out there that needs to hear this every day if you catch me at the right hour i'll be like sell it all i'm just done it's so stressful and then it just takes a minute so anybody that tells you that it's not stressful it is um and sometimes you have to like kind of rethink things and kind of take a step back and, and reevaluate things but i wouldn't trade this for anything else i've this has probably become the best part about like my post like college or whatever years you know like because you, you you see yourself like as kind of like you're like the same as you were in high school you're the same as you were at this time like you don't really yep. see yourself progressing anywhere you know and like for me the snakes have become a part of who i am like i can't imagine my life without having these snakes in it and then the fact of meeting all of these amazing people meeting my best friend um husband being into it now and like he'll help me you know clean the snakes give waters he'll talk to them just like i talk to them now he helps me clean rats like he's just as invested now as i am and it gives it gives me like so much like i don't know i don't know what's the right word like validation that like this is something cool like, not you don't have to be a freak or whatever the, the the people who don't understand us like to call us to enjoy it like there can be people who are on the outside of this hobby who have never seen or handled a snake before like my husband and then got thrown into it and was like okay yeah i dig this this is cool <laughs> um i live by um a certain way i look at things and, and I've, I've taught both of my kids which I don't get a chance to talk about Brayden, but Brayden is probably my scorpion child. Um, I, I teach them all the time. Yes, what we do is different. Yes, we have dogs, which are the normal animals that you'll hear people have or cats or whatever. Um, I teach them to go through life understanding that not every child has the experiences that they have. And when they want to know the knowledge, it's a teaching moment. Um, so when they get a chance or they're talking about the snake or, or something along that line, um, they get a chance to educate. It's a lot of it is the passion from the people who love it already. And then when they, when the people who are afraid of them get exposed to them like that and they see like, Oh, they're not so bad. Like maybe I can hold this snake this one time, or maybe I can do this, you know, like, if they take those baby steps and they're able to move forward and like that's what breaks the fear and the phobia and the stigma of these animals which is um, something that we all aim to do and, and we all do it the same way um I, i've watched um i've been you know I, i've been blessed to watch a lot of kids especially when kayla was kind of growing up in this and actually Braden too um the fearlessness 
of like just kind of going in for the snake. Um, it's not a, if you know, like, okay, you got bit. Like, it's really funny in our house. Uh, Kayla gets bit all the time. Um, she'll just come downstairs and be like, so-and-so tagged me. And like, it, it's not even a, it's not even a danger thing anymore. It's just kind of like, okay, let's see who can tag me first today. Um, <laughs> I have been in this as long as I have, and I, and I kind of pay this a lot of attention. I pay a, a ton of attention body language. Um, I, I did that with, you know, like, like, like venomous snakes, you have to pay attention to body language or like, you know, they're just gonna, they're gonna nail you. Um, so I, I take all of that into all my snakes. If my snake's having a bad day, okay, cool. You know, I'll put you on some tongs and you'll have your bad day while I clean you or I just won't mess with you. There are certain snakes in this collection I can go to every day. They don't care that I'm, I'm in there, but there's other snakes that are just like, nope. This is it. I've had to learn this with the boas. The boas are very food motivated. Um, and I tapped, I've tap trained all, all eight of them. Um, and sometimes the tap doesn't work. They're like, Hey, what's up? Where's food? Um, but as soon as I take them out, it's completely different. Now I have four that they were the sweetest little babies when they came in. Now they're all hotheads and like they all PMS at different <laughs> times. <laughs> um, and it's just, you just work, work with them, but it, when I see kids watch my kids over the time and go, oh, well, they're not fearless. So let me, let me go ahead and do this. That breaks through a wall of you, you know, when people are like, oh, you breed snakes. The first thing they think of is anaconda. No, I don't have an anaconda. Like I stopped thinking, mm -hmm. no, it's not snakes on a plane. And then um, they think cobra or rattlesnake. They, they think it's something like that. And then you're like, oh no, it's what you see at pets. Petco or PetSmart or something, and you know, it only gets this big, or you'll show photos or something. My favorite part and my favorite line is, is I love the ones that can't wrap their head around what you're saying. And they're like, you can just read it across their face. They're like, Ugh. and I'm like, oh no, they sleep on the edge of the bed. All of them. They're like dogs. They're all just at the end <laughs> of the bed at night and they just sleep. And people are just kind of like, no, they're not. It's not like what you think. Um, the funny, I, the one that I get a lot is, well, do you get bit? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, why would you let them bite you like that? I don't really let them bite me. It just, it's a fact of keeping these guys. It's gonna happen, especially with babies. Babies, uh, babies think the are world's out to get them. They think um, the world's out to get them. So they defend themselves. That's all it is. And, and, it is and it's not bad. <laughs> It's, you know, some of them are funny because you're like, why are you, I'm just trying to give you fresh water and you're trying to kill me. Like, this isn't going to work. They, and then they, you have some that just let you pick them up. They don't care. Yeah. And the funny part is, is they'll usually, like, they get so surprised when I start laughing. When I say, oh, yeah, I, love, I get bit. Usually I laugh when they bite me and I'll go, oh, you little shit or something, you know, yep. like, I'll say, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll cuss them out and then put them back, you know, and stuff. And they're like, well, well then why would you handle them if they do that? I don't know. It's, they don't always do that. It's, um, it, they're not, not all snakes are mean. I like to, I like to gauge the person's like what the reaction is going to be out of their mouth. Um, yeah. or like the way, like normally it's like an eye or like they, they just give kind of a, a, an interesting look. And those are the ones I kind of like to poke fun at. I'm like, no, no, they're, you know, this one, it sleeps on the pillow, just like the dog. And 
I'm not um, coming to your house. <laughs> um, my dad, I'll be the first one. I love my mother-in-law and my father-in-law because they take this, I mean, in Florida, so they've taken this on and understand kind of what we do. And, and when they come up, I'm on lives and things like that. So I kind of get a chance to see how it goes and I've seen a difference in lightings. Now my dad and my stepmom couldn't, nope, he can't understand why I I do what I do or, or Kayla has what she has. Um, but it's, it's just a different upbringing. Yeah. Well, cause like my mom, she's terrified, terrified of snakes and I can't blame her because the way she was taught growing up, my grandmother was terrified of snakes. So like it kind of just got like taught, line taught through the whole family. And I'm the one that ended up breaking the snake. And while, when I first started into this, she couldn't even look at the pictures of my snakes without getting freaked out. Now she's gotten to the point where like she can appreciate their beauty and like she can look at the pictures and she can say, oh, wow, that one is pretty. Like she still can't be in the same room with them because it freaks her out. But she's come a long way <laughs> from where she started when I first got into this hobby. Now that, you know, like I do and stuff like it, she loves you to death because we're like sisters. So she be like well how's nikki how are her snakes how are they doing how's everything yeah. going there <laughs> love love mom um i i didn't think when me and lauren first started this and being friends and we were just friends like this um i think mom knew i was like stuck with like both of them for like forever because lauren had her wedding and i drove 12 hours with kayla to go to her wedding now this is the first time i've met lauren like in person besides of like on here and I think at that point in time, her mom was like, okay, this one's not going anywhere. <laughs> so, um, I big shout out to mom. Mom is like, I love her to death. So, I mean, I, she knew you had dedication when you made the 12 hour drive with just you and Kayla the whole way up here just to come to my <laughs> wedding. You know, like she's like, not, not a lot of people would do that. That, that really, that really means something. <laughs> That's so. what best friends do. Um, yep. you know, if, if, if surgery wouldn't have, uh, worked out like on your day and it would have worked out different for my schedule, I probably would have already been up there when you had surgery too. Um, <laughs> you didn't have so Danes nice running around? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I have Danes running around. Um, I have, I have three pitties. I have a black lab and two Danes that run around and they pretty much run the show in my house. So, so it's constantly, especially Moose, which I haven't checked him out. He'll, he's on my IG. He is just a mess. <laughs> and he's he's mess. adorable, and I want to steal him so bad and just go like, and smush his face. Ah, well. Uh, in the morning, like when he wakes you up at seven in the morning trying to tiptoe across the floor and he's not as light on his feet anymore, I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're with your Aunt Lauren now. So um, <laughs> I would take him gladly. Uh, and then, and then Zoe, um, which is the other Dane, she, that's, that's my dog. Um, she, she's funny. Actually, all the dogs are funny, but that like the two of them having Danes in the house, it's, it's, it's nonstop chaos. So, <laughs> but it, you know, <sighs> life is too short. If you enjoy something, enjoy it. If you, if you have it, have it, because I'll tell you this, 
from experience. You don't know when your number's up. Nope. Um, That's why I kind of hit the yellow button with these snakes, because I'm going to do what I want to do with them. I'm going to do, if I enjoy them, I enjoy them. Nobody's going to tell me any different. Nobody's going to tell me that I can't keep my snakes. They make me happy, and I'm going to do what makes me happy. It's not hurting anybody. <laughs> and to tell you the truth, I think I've met more friends and more people that relate to what I do with the snakes and, like, the spiders and, like, everything else through here than I, like, when I was riding horses or, like, you know, like, things like that. Like, you find those people that they're there to support all the time. Um, and it makes it so much more fun because you know that there's somebody else and it could be 10 minutes down the road. It could be 12 hours. It could be like four days, but it's somebody else that like shares in what you're doing and they get it. Um, they understand, you know, some days are good. Some days are bad. Yep. And the snakes don't care. They'll take you whatever day you're having and. And they will read it to you. And they will make you put yourself right back in the straight and narrow if you're off your game. Yep. Um, I, actually, I think any one of my animals would put me back. Yeah, they all they all do. Never mind. That's why I live on caffeine. Um, <laughs> I had to stop drinking because of all of my animals. <laughs> that uh, I That's actually my last tries to wine all the time so <laughs> you have to watch her oh my lord <laughs> yeah amber amber like i don't know all, all my animals and, and you guys kind of see them periodically um it, it kills me because there's a lot of times i want to share other things that are going on with us but i can never get the camera up fast enough before they like stop doing what they're doing um so and the snakes are the same way. Um, and I, I will give shout outs. A lot of you guys like a lot of the photos that are put up. Some of them are taken by me, but the really pretty fancy ones are all by Kayla. Kayla takes all of our photographs actually in that light box right there with her iPhone 12 Pro. So everything it's, you guys see, that's, that's done by her. That's incredible. It's, it really yeah. is. And I'm super honored. Um, Prince with creative, uh, total talent, like, uh his snakes are in like photo shoots and music videos and like educational things and i'm obsessed uh with it and i'm excited because um i now have somebody that i can say hey can we do this and and it takes a little bit of pressure off kayla but it also like teaches me something and get some of the stuff out there like um Kayla's school, they're learning in seventh grade about codons and recessives and mammals. And then they're learning about albino and ghosts. Um, and she asked her science teacher if I could bring a couple snakes in so they could actually see visuals. And I have a couple picked out. Um, and it's really funny because um, Jason had to write up the summary because the teacher wanted to send it to the principal. And now we're waiting for the approval. And I hope we get it because I'm super pumped about it. But um, I just talked to Prince. And if I can't go into the school physically, maybe I can do a video and we can get on there and like then they can kind of see it in it in its raw form here if I can't get into the school which I understand some people don't want snakes in school uh, my favorite is they're your pets yeah they're my pets but like they're still educational <laughs> they'll still teach you things um well and honestly like I can remember being in school and like 
I saw a post recently. Who was that random guy that came to school and did the assembly with the stuff? I want to know who that is. I want to do that. Like that, those people are the ones that change the minds of the kids growing up about being afraid of these animals. Yeah. That there's no reason to be afraid. You should have respect for them, but you don't need to be afraid of them. Yeah. So I think what you're trying to do, getting in there with the kids and teaching them with visual representations with the snakes is so smart. And it's, it would be so good for the, for the hobby in general to like add some more little minds that aren't terrified of these guys and, and you know changing 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 the stigma one step at a time and it's and it's crazy that, that you say it is a stigma um and and a lot of times when i start when i start like school classes uh for like my son when he was in preschool he's in third grade now um, and I know what snakes to take and I know what snakes not to take. Um, and, and it's not just that it's, um, I never get offended if anybody comes in and they listen to me talk and they don't want to touch my snakes. And when I start a presentation off, I say, you're not going to offend me or whoever at that time was called. I was like, you're never going to offend him if you don't want to touch him. He is completely fine with you being, you know, the way that you are. So it's, it's making everybody comfortable about it, but it's also reassuring them that like, this isn't as bad as you think it is. Um, and it's really, honestly, it's cool. And if, if you can open the minds just a little bit and put that knowledge in there, they'll carry that for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that makes all the difference. And I can remember know, that was something, that's something where it changed it for me because I wasn't allowed to have snakes as a kid because again, my mom was afraid of them. And I think, and my dad was too. So getting to see them in places like that and being shown they're not a, they're not something scary with the the you know education that I had from my and my mom and you know like that could have changed me but it didn't because of stuff like people like you wanting to go into the schools and showing these snakes to these kids it's it's an education thing for me um you know and i think too a, a lot of it has to do um, the military teaches you, you're constantly like learning and you're having to, to, to adapt to situations and things like that. I think that's what I have fun with. And a lot of time when I go into these schools, um, I've had a lot of people be like, are you a zookeeper? Because like, I get in with like the knowledge and they're like, oh my God, we just had so much fun, like learning from you. Um, and I wish if I would have known this was going on, I would have went for like, I, I get yelled at all the time now by my vet. Like, why didn't you go to veterinarian school? Why are you not an exotic vet? Why are you not? And I and I got the question. I was like, just go back to school. And I'm like, well, I don't know where I'm going to fit that school in my life right now. <laughs> I just lost my other light. <laughs> Lauren, this is also why I'm really here is because we always have technical difficulties. <laughs> and they ran out of juice. <laughs> Battery powered, so yeah, we got natural lighting now. <laughs> yeah, we this is this is like I have like I feel like I'm gonna be like interrogated by the FBI lights, and Lauren just has like lights that just cut off all the time. <laughs> First that one, then this one. <laughs> yep. 
but it's you know it, it's a learning thing i all my techie stuff like all this cool stuff that you guys see lauren does all this i just ask questions and she's just like oh no no we're gonna with this i'm like oh, okay like before we got on here i was cussing getting ready to throw computers because i couldn't get on the log thing and they wanted me to do crazy things and i was like and she called me she's like all right what's going on what do you see right now I could, and i'm like yes. i could tell i could tell she was having an issue <laughs> Because she I was don't... like, when do you want me backstage? And I said, yeah. 15 minutes before, and she's like, Nick. <laughs> and then 10 minutes before came, and I know Nikki's on time for shit. So I was like, all right, what's going Nothing's on? Right. Something's wrong, so I knew I had to call her. <laughs> and she watched me through it, and she was like, okay, I don't understand why you're seeing this screen. We need this. And we got it worked out. Um, yeah. But I'm constantly learning. Like, I'm not a big techie person. Uh, but I learned like from Kayla and I learned from Lauren and everybody else, like use this, save this, do this, <laughs> like, so. We're going to up your game. I'm going to send you some, I'm going to send you the like system stuff and you're going to be, you're going to be fly. <laughs> I just need to get rid of this, <laughs> the interrogation light. You just need some lights in front of you and that'll fix that. I, you know, I, you know, you say that, um, like us old people, I like this hole where nobody can see. <laughs> Shut up. I'm like not that. old. <laughs> I, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm old, but I'm not like old, old, but like, I Shut claim up, my you're age. not old. I claim my age. I'm, I'm proud to be 40. Um, if I wouldn't be this age and I could go back in time, I'd probably slap the younger me and forties <laughs> the new twenty. It is, actually. I get told that all the time. Forties the uh, new twenty. With the, with the new chiropractor I have, trust me, like my old forty year old, sixty year old bones feel so much better after getting aligned. So yeah, see. <laughs> TK's about to hit that big four oh club. Yeah, you're getting ready to be there. Um, I stopped counting after the 40. I, like, if people ask, I'll be like, yeah, I'm 40. <laughs> I'll be like 43. Uh, Jason is actually 43. So, like, there's three years difference between me and him. So, I'm allowed to call Jason old, though. <laughs> and Jason is old. <laughs> I still call him old. He's only three if years If he's watching this right now, he's probably like, shut the hell up, Lauren. <laughs> uh, no, I, no he, he gets it. Uh, everybody <laughs> Like he, he gets I have it. I to mean, give him shit. Marley was on the live and called him bougie, and he's like, "Who's bougie?" Or he thought he was talking about the snake, and I was like, "You don't remember?" And he's like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> <laughs> he had me one night where we went out with uh, Lauren. I mean, not Lauren, uh, Marley, and it was interesting to watch him watch him <laughs> so, doing that. Yeah, fun. Walk. Oh no, it wasn't, it wasn't even that. It was like, he just forgot. He was trying to walk a straight line and just kind of this way. And then like me and Marley are standing outside the door, just laughing. <laughs> um, Bye. We're going this way. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go this way. Um, but we have, we have fun. Um, that's, that's the whole point. When it, if anybody ever comes down and visits, it's, it's all about fun. Jason cooks like crazy. Um, we just sit around and, and you know, if we can have, bonfires we do and we just sit and we just we have a good time i think every time lauren and jeff come to the house i think i reevaluate my collection <laughs> <laughs> every time i come to your house i evaluate my collection what, ha what happened I, I, the last time i was there nikki huh? Huh? <laughs> i 
I yeah, ended up with two more home. snakes in my collection. Yeah. <laughs> and two new, it's like a brand new gene that I hadn't worked with before. Yep. <laughs> uh, that, you know, things like that happen. You just randomly show up at the house and, you know, you never know what you're going to walk out of here with. <laughs> you never, you never. For all you know, next time you'll walk out with one of the dogs. I'll be like, here you go. <laughs> oh my God. Jeff would probably kill me. <laughs> Every time I say, you know, when Nikki uh, starts breeding Great Danes, we are first on the list for a puppy. He goes, oh, is that right? And I say, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's happening. He goes, well, where do you think we're putting a Great Danes where we're at right now? I'm like, I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> because really I, that's, it, that's my that dream dog. <laughs> where are you going to put them? Well, let's see. Moose has... He has four beds, so it just depends on what time of the day and who he's with, where he is. So we put him on one of the beds. Um, or he gets on Jason's side of the bed and curls up on the pillows and goes to sleep and snores. Um, sometimes he lets Zoe have back her bed, so it just depends. <laughs> yeah, we would probably not have a crate for him until, like, I mean, we probably have a puppy crate in our bedroom until he's relatively potty trained. And then after that, He'd be he'd be sleeping in the bedroom with us. <laughs> um, Zoe, I've learned with Danes, um, they're not really they don't like the kennels. Um, they yeah. tolerate them, and sometimes you do have to have them. Um, but if I leave her in the kennel, she leaves presents for me the next day, and mm. I don't like her presents. Um, I tell her all the time to take them back. Um, no, thank you. Keep them. I mom loves you, but I don't love your presents. Um, so we learn to let her sleep upstairs. <laughs> Um, I call actually, that spite pooping. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you're gonna lock me in here. I don't think so. Um, uh, take so this. She sleeps upstairs <laughs> on her own bed, and then when we got Moose, Moose would sleep like Moose was like itty bitty. Now he got I think he'll be 18, 19 weeks on Monday, and he's already like 60 plus pounds. Um, mind you, I didn't want a huge Dane, but apparently he's gonna be huge. Um, 200 plus pounds is probably where we're headed. Um, but he used to sleep in the hey. bed with us. Well, he still thinks. Hey, Prince, I'm first in line, man. <laughs> if anybody, Moose goes anywhere, I'm stealing him first. You're going to have to fight me. Every, Moose loves everybody. Um, <laughs> but he sleeps on his own side of the bed. So what's funny now is when he was like little, you didn't hear like the little toes go across the room. Now you hear the thud, 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 when he goes over to try to harass him. He on my side of the bed. And it's like, Moose, get back in bed. And he'll walk back. And then you'll wait about 10 more minutes and he goes back and he does it again until he finally is like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> or she gets oh, up in the morning um, and gives Jason love. Now all day she forgets Jason is, he's coming back to the house. Like he lives here. So she has a panic moment all the time. Um, but in the morning she climbs up in the bed and tries to give him love. And as soon as Moose hears her like up in the bed or Jason said, he's like up out of the bed, like halfway across Jason. And trying to like already start to play so <laughs> but moose is moose is always um he's always out here he just likes to see everybody he loves he'll yell at you like if you walk past our car in the car rider line I, and i i laugh because he likes his windows down so he goes from like window to window and when mm -hmm. we're parked all the little walker the parents and the kids they walk from the school and they walk past if they don't acknowledge him out the window he will yell at everybody like as they pass and so you're such a cute boy and then he stops 
so little diva. He is. Um, he's he's probably the most friendliest I've seen in a really long time. At, a, at, at well, at, in, I take that back. Ember's very friendly, and so is Onyx. It's just a different type of friendliness. I love Ember too. She's so sweet. Ember's my that's that's my oldie. She likes to to say hi to everybody. She's so sweet. I love her. I could just lay there and like give her a big hug and just cuddle her for you know just just lay there and she's just like okay hi <laughs> I like she, hugs. <laughs> yeah, because um, Memphis has seals and they have a seal show and he's really cool and we watch him all the time. Well, when Ember gets like she thinks she's in trouble, she makes the squinty seal eyes and we're like yes. oh look, baby, baby seal Ember. Like she's like, I didn't do that when she sneaks out and she's trying to play like she didn't sneak out and she knows she's not supposed to be there. And she's just like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Please so, don't hurt me. I'm, okay. I'm, not, I'm not in trouble. That's my seal, Ember. She's, um, <laughs> I say I can, I can, I can honestly say I own that one 100% because I was the one that trained her and she's the only one in probably my pack that behaves. <laughs> so. They're, oh my! It, it's just crazy, and and I love Prince. Prince comes and gets the chance to see it, like with all the cra the cra craziness. So it, it's kind of nice to see people that actually come and see it, and they're like, "Wow, it really is like you portrayed on the internet." Yep, this is how it is. Welcome to it. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, I I honestly don't know what being quiet or slow is like in my day to day because it's like the moment the hits the floor it's like I go until like I have to make myself go to sleep or I just keep going yeah oh my but if you're not passionate about it and you're not driven behind things then sometimes you're just not gonna put the effort in yeah you gotta that's have like a passion for this stuff if you don't have a passion for it and it's all about money not gonna make it I mean, there is some money to have. I'll just say that. Oh, yeah. Nine oh, yeah. times out of ten, what you're going to have is probably like five cents by the time it's all said and done. <laughs> yeah, because um, all the money you're getting in is going immediately back into everything else. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and you know, uh, this was the first year that we LLC'd, and it was the first year with taxes. And, like, I've learned a lot. Like, we had bets on how much we spend a tractor supply or, or here. And like, it's, it's well over more than what we like had the best about. And you're like, wow, I didn't realize I, I put that much money. And then you go back and you're like, oh, I remember that day. Oh, I got $300 trip. I know where that is. <laughs> so, you just, Makes sense. <laughs> you embrace it. There is money to be made in it, but it's not the money that it's not easy money. And it's not. Nope. It's not going to happen all the time. So you take your humbling moments and you hold tight to those. And then when you don't have that moment, you take the negative. But that humbled moment outweighs that negative. So it makes it bounce back. But we, yep. I don't, I don't do this for, for money or things like that. I do it because it's fun and it's passionate and it keeps me on my toes. Yep. Makes you think keeps you planning sometimes i think it's an adrenaline rush sometimes yeah i miss that from like my military career and then after my military career 
sometimes I think Definitely. it's an adrenal rush, but then there's other times that I'm like, there's not enough caffeine in this coffee. Let me go back to Starbucks for like the ninth time today and see if they can add like four more shots of espresso to it. <laughs> no. But I, I don't change any of it. Nope. I wouldn't either. And it's, it's a, it's a good part of our lives. It keeps it us is. moving. It keeps us humble. It keeps us happy. This makes Whatever. me get up out of bed every day. Besides the kids yep. and like Jason and the dogs, but like this makes me get up every day because there's, yep. there's always something new that's happened. Yep. Like, I we've been at this five years. Had our first egg down female this past season. Actually, it wasn't even ours. There's just a joint split clutch. Kayla had that, so there was a whole nother learning curve. Um, and then, you know, and then trying right now, um, you know, she's been to the vet. I, you know, um, I don't play around with a lot of these guys. Um, I'm real quick to call my vet, uh, cause these, you know, they're kids. Um, and if I don't, if I don't have something, I know he's, he's so educational and like what he does that he'll, he'll teach me something that I didn't know. Yep. Um, it's, so, I mean, <laughs> if you're not wanting to learn, this might not be the place for you. If you're not willing to take knowledge from other people and try to apply it and try yeah. to like apply, applying advice from other people, taking constructive criticism, this is not the hobby for you because <laughs> the Facebook keyboard warriors will rip your throat out and lay it in front of you and gift wrap it. <laughs> I think that's the thing that I like about me. Um, you guys get a lot of times it, it it's mostly me because I'm Jason will tell you I'm the face of mutation station. It's just because I like to talk and I that's just me. I, I like to be around people. That's that's what I've done. Um, but when it comes to like somebody not understanding why we do what we do there's a voice and what's funny is it's never my voice <laughs> he comes out of the woodwork and he'll he'll lay things out um but it's never in a like a hurtful way it's just in a, a knowledge way of of learning how to do things well that's always you know like me trying to think about getting into certain projects and i'll text you and i'll say what do you think about this and and i'll get jason texting me back <laughs> <laughs> Go and send and, me some examples of what you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that actually just happened um, a yeah. couple nights ago. She texted and she's like, and we laugh and like, I'm going to make a poor life decision, which nine times out of 10 is buying another snake. And we both are like, hey, I'm making this poor life decision. Um, some input would be nice. And she does. If she texted me and I'm like, hey, she wants to like deep dive into this. And I'm like, here you go. And because he is the person that like, when you guys ask questions or something, if it's about like crazier genes or, or other things, like he can tell you the percent of egg to ratio, like he can break it down. Um, he's the gene person you guys are going to get. Anything else I will answer. And if I can't answer it, you're getting him. So... <laughs> And if it's not him, then it's Kayla. Yeah, see, on the on this end, it's it's usually always me. It's me answering everything. Um, there's, you know, someday I'm gonna get him on here to have him sit here 
just to be like, he exists, he's here. <laughs> but he'll probably just sit there and be quiet and like, you know, just wait for his little time to add in quips. Because, I mean, he's more of like a behind the scenes, like, I, I'll help you clean the room. I'll help you clean the screen. Yeah. I'll, you know, he, I'll bounce pairings off of him to see what he thinks. Um, he's still learning the uh, genetics. Just like, I mean, we're all still learning the genetics. But like, right. the the recessives and stuff, like, he's starting to, un he's, he understands more than he does, than he did about two years ago. But he's, he's definitely, uh, Jeff, Jeff is the, he, he, he would rather be on the side than in front of the camera <laughs> or at a microphone. That's for sure. Um, I think Jason's then, kind of the oh, same. I mean, he, no, don't get me wrong. Jason likes to be the center of attention. Oh <laughs> my God. Yes, he does. You have to catch him in his person, in like, <laughs> oh, turn on my God. <laughs> Being him, we're here, and we we tell everybody that um ever gets a snake from us. I don't care if it's two hours from now. I don't care if it's six years from now. If there's a question or a problem, just reach out to us because if we don't know, we'll find out. Hey again, kiddo. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I'm Who are you here. cleaning? Oliver. Oh, she's cleaning one of the leopard geckos. Don't mind me. I was never here. You guys saw me. Um. <laughs> That's another one. She likes to be behind a camera, but she doesn't like to be in front of the camera. So, like, when you guys get a chance to see her on some of these lives, like, that takes her out of her comfort zone. Um, she typically just kind of likes to take the photos. She's the quieter person. But yeah. that's okay, because then you have me that I can just go but her on and pictures, on. Her pictures and her animals speak for themselves, though. I... They're... Yeah. It's it's crazy to see like when she first started with photos compared to now, um, and there's always learning, you know. There's there's always new techniques and, and new stuff. Um, you know, Prince got this new crazy thing. I was watching like the the reel with this new like camera thing where it doesn't shake and it like looks really high tech. And I'm like, I would break that in five minutes because I wouldn't oh, be gimbal. able to do. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's like, uh, it. You know, you get a chance to see to see stuff like that. That's sick. So, but it's just never ending. And it's exciting. Um, I like her pictures. I'm actually getting ready to uh, take some of them and blow them up and do like a portfolio thing. So when people come, they can actually see some of her work. Versus me trying to go through thousands of pictures on my phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'll be cool. <laughs> to try to find... Um, Takes, and it's nice with the snakes. Um, there's a couple. Actually, if you guys saw the story I did today where it says moose approved, like the, <laughs> the live stream, that's actually a photograph that Kayla took of moose. Uh, like, and she edited it when he was like, he's he's a lot bigger now on his face, but like she did that and she she does photos. So. It's better than mine because my hands are shaking or I have to go back and take a photo because it's so blurry because I moved <laughs> too fast. Oh my. So... But it's, you know, it's kind of neat to have, like, the different people in the house that kind of thrive in different areas. Thrive in different areas of the hobby and doing different things, yeah. I mean, she You're definitely well distributed in that. Uh, kinda. Like I said, uh, caffeine. 
that was never invented and I didn't know what a Starbucks was or have three of them within like not even having to hit a stoplight. I probably <laughs> wouldn't be as sane as I am, which sometimes I'm not. Um, but <laughs> we have fun with it. We make it work. <laughs> oh my. Well, Nikki, on that note, we have gone for two hours and 15 minutes. This is, this is like nothing. <laughs> this is nothing. Yeah. I, and I, I, I've actually had a pleasure of like getting a chance to see all you guys and having you guys kind of take a sneak peek in here and kind of see what's going on. Um, constantly watch us. Um, you never know what we're going to, what's going to come out. Um, and also just care for these snakes as if they were your kids because they are. Um, and just understand you know, some things go right and some things don't. Yep. You got to roll with the punches in this hobby because it'll humble the shit out of you. <laughs> it will smack you in the face. Yep. Um, I feel like sometimes it's like a drill sergeant. You don't know where they're coming out of the corner next to yell at you for something because you're like, oh my God, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. So you think it's funny. So training and this is just um, and basic productive change file but they would on Sunday because it was church day man if you wanted to go sleep or not be in the barracks and have to clean anything you went to church or you knew that the male dressages were on duty and would have to announce themselves before they came into the, the, the bay and all the females would go sleep on the toilets or in the showers until they heard attention on deck and announce and then you would run out like you were like back there cleaning something because you were back there trying to sleep so the snakes <laughs> are kind of like they just sneak in there <laughs> so oh my but uh thank you for having me on thank you for being letting me be uh the first person also thank you for being my best friend <laughs> i'll thank you for being my best friend and bringing everything that you brought to, to my life and to, to everybody that's gotten a chance to meet you and, and know you uh, because Aww. bright lights are what shines. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where this series is going to go. And I'm, uh, I'm glad that you were the first one on it. It, uh, it makes sense. I, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Oh, my um, God. Stop it. Stop it. It's just me. So, no, it's not just you. <laughs> we love you, Prince. You're the best. Um, and I'm I'm happy with everybody that I've gotten a chance to meet recently, either in the physical form or on here. Um, and it's awesome. And I hope I get a chance to meet a lot more people. Um, we're trying to bring this year um, to being able to do more shows. Um, but like I said, it's having six dogs and finding the right person to come in and you know check snakes and and rats and ass uh -huh. it takes time um especially when you have a dane that'll put everybody in check um <laughs> real quick um zoe doesn't play around <laughs> with so um it's just making sure but i hope i get a chance to meet all you guys and whatnot and i know i'll see lauren soon enough she's trying to get us to go to tenley so we'll see yeah i'm I'm hoping to go in October at this point. We were going to try to swing spring, um, but between my surgery and now I'm starting college again, um, 
I don't know how that's going to work, but um, <laughs> October seems to be a better time. Um, and uh, so that, that's that's our current goal. That way we can save some money up and then maybe I can, you know, get something nice while we're there. Uh, you, never you, can't know. Go, you can't go to Tinley and not come home with something. You just feel like you haven't done Tinley right. So <laughs> this is true. Um, uh, but we'll have also, to get together with everybody and do like dinners and meet up and have drinks and stuff and you know try to try to get out there and push ourselves out there a little bit more and you know network and both it's, of us. And it's fun, but yes, um, October Tinley. I mean, we we have fun. Uh, we've gotten a chance to go, and, it, and it's exciting. Um, any of the reptile shows that you can get a chance to go to go. Um, it's always a, a, a great time. Um, and like Lauren said, networking. Um, I, we, we all took a break at some point in time and now we're all trying to get back out there and, and, and putting it out there. So it's exciting to get a chance to see a lot of these lives and see other breeders and, and, and get to follow everybody and their journeys. So, yeah. Well, with that, Nikki, want to go ahead and plug your social media and stuff and yeah. let everybody know um, where they can find you? Okay, so uh, there's a lot of them. Um, but if you want to actually follow us and have, like, screeners and updates all the time, it's uh, Instagram, Mutation Station, Ball Pythons, LLC. Um, we do have a Facebook. Uh, Jason kind of runs that one. Um, it's not as um, popular as the IG. Um, I don't do the Facebook. I do the IG. Uh, we have the Morph Markets. Uh, we have Mutation Stations YouTube, but there's probably two things on it because I've never done it. I've always done my YouTube with Lauren. So also, do not forget about sneaking around. And if you guys can't find that, you will find that in the link that she put on uh, for our YouTube. And we will be back um, with some fire topics and some crazy fire genes. Um, and, you know, maybe some of the normal stuff. Um, it's still cool to have two geners and one geners. Um, sometimes they don't need to be powerhouses. Alrighty, guys. Well, Nikki, thank you so much for being my first guest. It was an absolute <laughs> pleasure, as always. Um, yeah, have fun. Whenever we get off here, just stay backstage. Like, whenever I send the thing through, just go ahead and hang on a bit. I will. Before you go. Okay. Um, guys, thank you so much for coming and watching the stream and participating in the chat. It's been an awesome time. It's been an awesome evening. Um, our next show is actually scheduled for this coming Tuesday. We have Gershon from GP Snakes going to be on Multiplayer Mingles for episode two. So join us on Tuesday, March 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern time uh, right here. And uh, that'll be the next time you'll see us. And I'm planning on getting some more interviews in the books. And if you're interested, Hit me up. Shoot me a message on Instagram. Um, I would love to interview anybody. I'm. This is this is a new thing for me. This is. I'm. I've never interviewed people before. So the more experience I get, the better. And I would love to get to know more of you. So with that, we're gonna have a good evening. Nikki, thank you so much again. You're and, welcome. Uh, you all for tuning in. 
yeah, thank everybody for tuning in and we will see you on the next one. Peace out. Bye guys.